note that any comments, jokes, questions, maybe, anything that we say on the History of Bad Ideas is all in good fun, and remember, we insult everybody. Our thoughts, opinions, questions, anything else, actions that we do on the show do not reflect any of our employers, organizations, advertisers, or anyone else that is associated with the History of Bad Ideas. And remember, at the end of the day, it's just a joke. Welcome to the History of Bad Ideas, episode number 332. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. I'm Blake. I'm Jim. And I'm the intern. Hey! The full crew is here this week. Welcome, Welcome everyone. Cinco de Hobie. It is Cinco de Hobie, Revenge of the Fifth. And uh, there we go. Got my sombrero on. I'm all ready yes. to go. Your background is making that even worse now. Okay, well, now I'm going to have to change it. Hold on. Uh, now you're giving me a migraine. <laughs> there you go. Is that, better? is that better? That's much better. And I got a frozen margarita in my hand. So. Well, aren't a frozen you margarita? Not a frozen burrito, a frozen margarita. I thought you said prison margarita. Oh, well, <laughs> how much do prison margaritas cost, Blake? I don't know. I was going to about to ask you. It's in there. Two pack of smokes. Yeah, and a shiv. <laughs> yeah, and a shiv. That's right. No, my uh, we got some Patron in my tequila, so we got some fancy stuff this week. Patron, you got tequila. Some, <laughs> you put what other kind of tequila did you put in your Patron? <laughs> Patron like that. Shut up! Yeah. I got my Patron in my margarita. <laughs> How many of those margaritas have you had so far, Jason? One. <laughs> This is my second, I think. I think. I think it's my second. So I put Patron in my margarita, I should say. I apologize. What do you got over there, uh, Brian? Uh, Kentucky margarita. Oh. Jeff, what are you drinking? Not a damned thing. Jim, are you drinking? I have some water. I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> water. Water. Oh, okay. Blake, what are you drinking? I had a Corona with my dinner. Now I'm drinking water. Oh, did you have a burrito for dinner, Blake? No, but I had chicken soft tacos and a tamale and a salad. Ooh. You you weren't one of those weird people that tried to celebrate Cinco de Mayo at Taco Bell, are you? Uh, that was my original plan, and my wife said, fuck that. Yeah, I, I agree <laughs> with your wife. I, I, I went out to pick up dinner, and we were just fucking getting Burger King, but like the line to Taco Bell was like wrapped around the block. Really? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, really? I <laughs> she's going to Burger King. <laughs> 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 
likes him pretty much. Sure. Like that funny? <laughs> yeah, no, she goes to put a Burger King for Cinco de Mayo and you're making fun of people at Taco Bell. <laughs> I'm making fun of people going out of their way to go to Taco Bell to celebrate Mexican food. <laughs> That's what I'm making fun of. Just- I'm going away from them <laughs> and getting fucking burgers. <laughs> Blake? Did you have Corona or did you get Corona? What What are you doing over there? Are you okay? <laughs> I'm just cracking myself up. Okay. Is Is one Corona mean like a case of Corona? <laughs> no, no, one Corona, one slice of lime. Uh, um. Anyway, <laughs> we had chicken burritos too, Blake. We We went all out for Cinco de Mayo and lime yeah. rice, yeah. lime flavored rice. So. Uh, Brian, yeah, my, what's my that plan B Chipotle. Chipotle. <laughs> is that Mexican? Yeah, yeah. we had we had tacos it's, and rice and beans. It's McDonald's Mexican, Mexican the Taco Bell. <laughs> you had tacos on Taco Tuesday. I did. Jim, did you have anything spe- uh, special for today? Uh, we had tacos for dinner. Okay. Taco and Bell. Did you have Taco Bell? Did not have Taco Bell. Okay. <laughs> in, uh, in honor of Revenge of the Sith, I uh, went out and lightsabered 18 kids. So that was my, uh, I, I did both on Cinco de Mayo. So I did it in honor of Anakin. So You're lying. I did. You didn't lightsaber a damned thing. You didn't leave the house. <laughs> yeah. You can't, uh, you can't lie to us like that. Wait a minute. There's kids, I? they're all disease infested, germs. Come That's on. True. That is true. <laughs> Um, I think we went to the butcher shop today for a k- pickup order, a carryout order, but you know, we still went there. That counts. Right? Do they have meat? What's that? Does the butcher shop have meat? Uh, I did get, wait a minute. What was that? <laughs> did the butcher, the shop, butcher have... shop have meat? They did have meat. Because, because the shortage in like beef products and every, so like you go to Wendy's, you can't get a double right now. Really? Yeah, they've started yeah. taking stuff off their menu, like a, diff- a lot of the different burgers, because they're running out of beef. Hmm. I know. Yeah. Um, I hear Soylent Green's on sale. Nice. It's people. Um, so, so, Jeff, did you get an Impossible Burger at uh, Burger King? If I did, they slipped it to me, because that isn't what I ordered. I want to try the Impossible Burger. I never tried it, so I don't know. If it tastes just like a Whopper or whatnot, but but I, if I get an Impossible Burger, then I won't get my uh, intake of uh, beef fat. Okay. So you're going to put you on the beef fat pills? Yeah, and I don't want that. <laughs> we just went to the butcher shop because so, I wanted to place my order for um, uh, Mother's Day. We were grilling out for my wife, so she uh, asked for some stuff. So I thought, well, I might want to get it today. And then well, your kids are supposed to do that. It's their mother. Jeez. I don't know what we will have eaten then. Um, <laughs> but when we got up there at four o'clock today, they said between today and Friday, they have 320 orders. I'm like, I believe it. Wow. That's a whole lot of meat. That's a whole lot of food. So that's a good thing. Yes. Yes. So anything exciting for anybody today? This week? Anything going on? Going back to work. Are you okay? Well, I'm taking a cut and pay to do so, but yeah. Why are you taking a cut and pay? 
because unemployment paid more than uh, what I was oh, making. Okay. I got gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> you. Yeah, I, I, I saw that because not, not only are you getting the uh, bonus, you know, the uh, $1,200, but they're giving them like yeah. a bonus, $600. Yeah, the, the federal government was adding $600 yeah. to a week. Uh, on a, a week. Yeah. Plus, and I'm like, that's almost what I make a week. Uh, I don't know. Plus, I'm getting the the you know half a salary from the ohio unemployment so mm-hmm. i'm like sweet i could do this forever so what are you back to a schedule now yeah i'm back to my monday through friday you oh, have okay. to wear a mask or a bandana uh yeah i suppose when uh people walk in the office i do mm-hmm. uh jim how are you doing uh, I actually got out and did some social distancing at the golf courses yesterday. Mm-hmm. I played 36 holes on two different courses, and uh, and then I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> was there a lot of <laughs> The first course we went and played at uh, the Grizzly course up by Kings Island here, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of people there. And then some of our friends work at the River TPC Rivers Bend course. And it's Monday, so the course was closed to guests, and so we played with the uh, some employees up there. Mm-hmm. And that course was absolutely empty, but we had to walk. You can't use <laughs> golf good, carts. Well, uh, the course was closed, so we didn't want to get out of golf carts just for the a couple I of the employees. You. So, so we went to uh, exercise in the afternoon. Gotcha. Gotcha. They shouldn't allow golf carts anyway. If you're golfing, you should have to walk. I will. I told it uh, back in the 90s. I'll tell it again. That's right, Jeff. You stick to it. Um, nothing exciting over here. Uh, Blake, did you watch Westworld? Yeah, you know, I'm just sitting here thinking people are going to be downloading this uh, podcast tomorrow, listening to it. And Jim is doing a spot on Peanuts parent. <laughs> Jim just uh, well, well, we all pretended we're understanding what he's saying but there's a yeah <laughs> I understood what he said yeah, maybe, maybe I should drink like six uh, Coronas and then you'll understand me oh, I heard See? that better <laughs> yeah now all of a sudden your audio is better <laughs> if somebody doesn't stop clicking a pen I'm going to fucking go through this thing <laughs> It comes up on the audio recording. Put it down. It's not. My hands are, my hands are under the table. It's not me. Oh, it's me. Stop Wait it, Jeff, because it comes up on the audio. <laughs> that didn't sound right. There's, Stop it. There's no, there's no table for me to slap my hand down on. <laughs> so last week when I was uh, editing, quote unquote, the podcast and putting it up, uh, I, there was like a te- like a 10 second thing. I kept hearing the clicking and I'm like, what the fuck fuck is that? And I keep looking and I'm looking at the video that we have that we put up. I'm like, fucking somebody's touching the pen. Who's got the pen? Damn it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Jeff, do something else. Masturbate, whatever. I don't care. Just no. don't, touch <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> He's got video. <laughs> yeah. You have video showing me right now. I don't think you really want that. I don't see your hands. It's okay. 
<laughs> yeah, but if I whipped it out, everyone would then see it. Okay, Idris. How do you, how do you know if he's actually wearing pants? <laughs> I don't care as long as I don't have to see it. I, I see a shirt. Uh, real quick, uh, speak of bad video, did you see the uh, Mexican newscaster uh, that his uh, mistress was in the background uh, on his telecast? Uh, we put on a, uh, a Facebook page. Spanish? Not Spanish. Mexican? I thought it was uh, in Mexico. It was in Spain. It was oh, in was Spain. it in Spain? Yeah, it was yeah. in Spain. Oh, I, I, I guarantee Mexico. you, I guarantee you, uh, she did that on purpose. Oh, I... Guarantee. So, this, sorry, I apologize. Spanish. Uh, in Spain, a uh, newscaster was recording from his home, and I guess it was live, well, it wasn't obviously. Recording. It, was, it was live yeah. in the live TV interview. And his mistress walked by half-naked. and uh, un- In the background. <laughs> and I guess he was dating somebody from Big Brother over in Spain. And, uh, yeah, reality she, reality she, TV star. <laughs> yeah, so oh, she geez, broke I up mean, with him. <laughs> what, why? Oh, even after uh, he apologized, was, was he married? No, that's not a mistress. Yeah, he did apologize. <laughs> he, did apologize. <laughs> he apologized on the air the next day. How did she not take him back? <laughs> I'm sorry, I got caught. I'm sorry, I got caught. <laughs> and Blake, you're right. I wouldn't be surprised if she did it on purpose just to get rid of the other girl, <laughs> the other woman. Oh, yeah. that's, that's called evil side chick right there. <laughs> I'm quarantining with your boyfriend. It still amazes me that in this day and age that I know that, you know, video is still, I don't know, 40 years old, but 50 years old in terms of at home's use. But I'm like, how do people still fuck this up? Like, how is that possible? Like, I don't get it. I don't understand it. People are going into the <laughs> shitter with it, you know, on their office meetings. You know, they're doing this and that. I'm like, what the, you know, there was another news reporter that her husband was taking a shower and she was in the bathroom, like doing beauty tips for it was in the uh, U.S. Uh, it was in America. She was a newscaster and she was doing beauty mm-hmm. tips in her bathroom and her husband's naked in the fucking background in the shower. And I'm like, how the hell do you not figure this out? You hear the shower going. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I know. I, I completely agree. There's a there's a you got to remember. You know, you think you're the person with the average intelligence. Just remember that person that you think is average. You know, half of everybody else is stupider than that person. So you got to remember and put it in that perspective. But on the flip side, a lot of the stuff is really entertaining and pretty funny. Oh, it is. But the other side is you, you, you don't know what's authentic anymore. That's the other that's the other problem. You see this stuff on social media. You don't know if that was planned, if that was set up. You know, everything from things that are supposed to be funny to, you know, events of, uh, you know, discrimination to, you know, horrible things. And I'm like, you know, how, how do you know this stuff is real anymore? Or, or sometimes you're like, you know, just do people actually do this? But then sometimes reality is weirder than real life. So speaking of weirder, what about Westworld? Okay. Um, okay. Am I the only one who saw the, the finale? I watched it. Probably. I haven't. All right. Well, here's never all right, seen well, it. Well, I, I know in, in turn you're going to have to listen because that's your job, Jim. You can tune me out for a, a minute or two, but I, I'll tell you what. It ended. The ending was the the storylines ended. I would probably say good, but they didn't end them correctly in order. I really think it was kind of humorous. William goes on this tear, 
you know, this uh, story arc tear that, you know, he's realized he's going to save the fucking earth. He's going to save all of mankind. And then he goes and he gets whacked in the most funniest way. I mean, his ending literally took probably, what, 60 seconds total? I mean, seriously. He's like, yeah, I'm going to go save the world. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, his storyline is not over. Yeah, well, technically, <laughs> yes. But uh, but that, that, that storyline there with uh, uh, what's-her-name, the other um, – Oh crap! The the other Dolores inside of uh, what's her name's head? Uh, Pale. Pale. Yeah. yeah. They they should have done that first. Then they should have done the great ending where they're they're pumping in Dark Side of the Moon instrumental, and Caleb is on the uh, what catwalk at night, and you know there's shit going on and blowing up in the far background, the city lights and. Maeve is like, and he's like, well, what's next? And she's like, whatever the fuck you want. You know, we, you know, basically, you know, we, we, we finally have our own freedom of choice, you know, more or less. And then great music, boom, boom, dark side of the moon. It should have ended there. And then when it ends there in the credit scenes, they should have buried a credit scene. Like they do in the Marvel movies where Bernard, AKA Arnold, reanimates and he's covered in dust and it looks like he's been sitting in that motel room for like decades and then then you know so of course they set that up for season four etc cetera, etc cetera. so but that's my opinion that's the way i think it should have ended so now everyone knows how the show ended yeah i actually zoned out well, not really but you know, <laughs> just, but that's what, what what would you agree they did the endings the ending the ending of the story arcs were a little out of order i mean and then the irony that uh, Ciroc was actually a slave to Rehoboam, you know, with his known his, with his he didn't have freedom of choice either, you know. They, you know, ultimately, it's freedom. You know, ultimately, ultimately, there's a lot of allegories going on. But was it better than th- uh, second season? Better than the second season. I think it started off with a lot more promise, and but as the the the, the story plot unfolded, I was a little disappointed that it could have been a little something else, but eh, it was okay. It was definitely better than season two. Not as good as season one. How many how many times are things better than season one? Not often, but The Office. You know, yeah. No. <laughs> the Office got better after season one. Somebody else, somebody else who saw the ending. Do do you think the story arcs ended out of order? Yeah, I, I think I think the never. Pink Floyd Dark Side of the Moon with Maeve and Caleb on the catwalk at night with the bombs behind them was an awesome ending. But you know, that would have been it. Well, that that was pretty much the ending, and then the other stuff were the and this is also going on, but I mean that 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 was kind of like your as you called it your your post credit type stuff. Yeah. But yeah, they they could have put that in the they could have ended it there and then go into credits, and then they could have had two Marvel credit scenes, right? They could have done Williams, you know, goofy ass ending, and then they could have done uh you know Bernard Arnold's ending. So. I um. Uh, I'm now caught up on pretty much anything I wanted to watch, so uh, I uh, am ordering HBO tomorrow and starting Westworld since it's all one season now up there, so I can just binge watch. So I'm pretty happy with that now. So hopefully, so hopefully by next week I will be caught up. So because it's only eight episodes. So, um, Brian, did you see? Have you watched anything? Um, 
I watched Extraction over the weekend. Which one on was Netflix, that? On Netflix, the uh, new uh, Chris Hemsworth. How'd you, how'd you get out of that? <laughs> how did I? How did I get out of it? Yeah, how were you extracted? Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> um, I I thought it was awesome. I really enjoyed it. They're making a second one. Yeah, I just saw that. They already uh, signed on to do a second one. Uh, I watched 45 minutes of Jay and Silent Bob reboot. <laughs> oh, my God. I love Jay and Silent Bob. I, well, I love Kevin Smith. That was not good. Um, mm. It was worse than Wal- uh, than Tusk. That's how bad it was. Oh, wow. No. What? I mean, I- I'll admit it was disappointing, but I won't say it was that terrible. I think the reason is I can't handle Jay as the main character. That character annoys the shit out of me for more than five yeah, minutes. I don't know how you watch Jay and Silent Bob or anything with him in it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in doses, like, I can handle him, like, you know, five you, minutes. Yeah. What's that, Jim? You're, I, I was about to say that. You're, you're saying exactly what I was just about to say. Go ahead, finish. I'm sorry to interrupt. I was going to say, I can handle him when he's in it for five minutes, and then they go to something Smoochie else. Boochies. Yeah, and then five minutes, and then something else. Okay, I'm fine with that. But it was it was not good. And I really wanted to – I really was looking forward to it, and I, I had to turn it off. And, Jim, I think you said something about his daughter, Harley, right? That, that she annoyed you? That was me. Oh, that was you? Yeah. Oh, so are we done with the Westworld talk? I just got back on. Yes, we're done. <laughs> we're talking Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Uh, Jeff, I agree. Harley is annoying as fucking it too. Uh, that was, she was not a good actress. She is not good. Um, no. It's like it's great you want to give your kid a job and all, but yeah, that didn't work out as well as you hoped or even probably thought it did. What was she in? Uh, what else was she in? She was in another one of his. Yoga Hosers. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. And she was in... Uh, I still get to see that. She was in Tusk. Um, oh, like a quick, yeah. one quick scene uh, or something? Yeah. And uh, But yeah, I I tried and it was it was horrible. I couldn't handle it. Uh, you think, uh, do you think his uh, shtick's been fucked out? I think, I think it hurts. Like as you get older, I, I think, I it think hurts. he just ran out of ideas. Well, like it's like, oh, I've got this idea and this idea, and he's like a whole bunch of ideas that he wants to throw into a movie, but nothing of it was cohesive. So yeah. it was like, oh yeah, we'll go on a road and we'll go do this and we'll go do that, and it's like he's having fun. He's working with his friends, but yeah. the story just has no traction. It's, I, it's just turned. It's just turned into a Sandler Sandler trip, Sandler movie. You know, what? let's make another movie with all my friends, and we'll just have fun and fuck off. At least Sandler is, whether the plot's shitty or not, it is. But at least Sandler, you can. It's a cohesive plot. Like, you know, you at least have something—a middle, a beginning, a middle, and an end. This one. Well, I only saw 45 minutes. I couldn't yeah, tell you. What yeah, the, you, you didn't <laughs> see the end. I, I couldn't tell you what the whole yeah, fucking plot is. Yeah. Well, you yeah, didn't see the whole plot, but I mean, there is a plot to it, but it right. just had a lot of loosely affiliated stuff to the plot thrown in because, oh, I like this idea. Mm-hmm. Did you get to the Chris Jericho scene? No, no. Uh, again, that entire scene had absolutely nothing to do with the rest of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I just no, feel not- like we're getting like when it was really popular and really huge. I feel like the older we get. 
the less funny it gets. Like, it's just not as funny to me now as it was 15, 20 years ago. I, I, uh, I would like to see how Clerks ages. I feel like Clerks could still do well. Um, yeah. I, I saw Clerks a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Did, does it age well? Uh, it, it, it's a little slower and awkward than what I remembered it, you know, than mm-hmm. I remembered it to be, but it's, uh, but I, I think I still cling to it because, uh, when I was 20 something and I first saw it, I thought it was great. I thought clerks two was really good. I enjoyed clerks two. I know people hate it. Some people hate it. Uh, I enjoy clerks two, And I think it's because they are growing up the characters and about his choices in that. I, but it was still funny. Wait but, a minute. Growing and- up. They, and there was, they weren't uh, growing up. They were stuck in time. Everything yeah, but else, at the end, they, like, they realized they needed to do something. Yeah, um, like hit a horse, horse fuck show. Oh, my God. And you ready, ready Blake? A, B, C. <laughs> easy as one, two, three. Mm. Easy as one, two, Jiggle, 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 jiggle. <laughs> That's what I did. I love hearing you say jiggle. <laughs> <laughs> You just love picturing what jiggles. Oh, she is a beautiful pe- woman. God, Rosario. <laughs> pa, 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 uh, woman. Cheers. <laughs> I did also, uh, we did also watch, finally watch uh, Birds of Prey this weekend. Your thoughts? Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, it was, it was a little slower than I thought it was going to be. Did you um, like the birds of prey coming together in the very beginning? Oh no, no, they didn't do that. No, that <laughs> did you like the birds of prey right. forming in the last five minutes of five the movie? Minutes, yeah, that that was the only part where I was kind of like, oh, that kind of sucks. Um, but overall, I I enjoyed it. I mean, be curious to see where they go with it. Pen, Brian, pen. Put the pen down. I'm coming through this thing. You can edit it out, Jason. Shut I up. can't edit it out. <laughs> Damn you. So uh, I did a, uh, or I'm sorry, Jim, did you watch anything this week? Um, Nothing of note, really. Okay. The only thing I really want to talk about is the, uh, the, the video of the girl uh, singing What's Inside My Butthole. My butthole. What? <laughs> That then oh. became that then uh, Josh Radner and uh, his friend uh, did a uh, so, uh, expanded on the song. Uh, it was all like released like yesterday. <laughs> I, I did like, not see that. I saw that you. Shared I tweeted it. at you. I Josh saw that <laughs> part, but I didn't know what it was about. <laughs> so this lady, her eight-year-old daughter, four-year-old. Yeah, that's uh, well, that's younger than eight. <laughs> Yes. So she came up with a song that's called What's What's in Your Butthole? Uh, <laughs> Hang on. I'm finding it now. I'm, I'm going to find it on Twitter here. Is that Ted Mosby's best acting? I didn't watch it. Jim? Him. Is that Ted Mosby's uh, best acting? Uh, it was Josh Radner. I wasn't really acting. He was singing, and it was actually pretty good. <laughs> okay. I wonder what's inside your butthole. I wonder what's inside your butthole. Maybe there's astronauts, maybe there's aliens. All inside your butthole. What's inside your butthole? I always want to know what's inside your butthole. I always want to know what's inside. 
I always want to know what's inside a butthole. I, I heard a remix where they mixed it together and had the uh, actual music going. And I mean, maybe it's play. aliens. Maybe it's astronauts. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I didn't hear the Josh Radner version yet. Ted Mosby. You know, if you're, if you're if you're a parent, why would you put that out there in the world for everybody to watch? Because it's funny. Uh, it was funny. Yeah, <laughs> you're a it's we a, were I mean, singing all day it. yesterday. That's my ringtone now. Probably, <laughs> <laughs> they, they probably was joking around with it, and they probably they see. I think that's something that's probably staged. There you go. It wouldn't surprise me. It goes back to Jet Blake. What's real and what's not? It is. Exactly. And does it matter though? If it looks real, does it matter? Does it matter if it was staged? Mm. And then, then you're even worse. The funny thing is, is you see all the like you see all these musicians who are tweeting it like um, Tom DeLonge from Blink One Eighty Two was like, uh, "This was a this was an original Blink One Eighty Two song that we never published, so we're going to need some royalties from this." <laughs> <laughs> and then um, uh, Haley from Paramore, uh, I'm suddenly self conscious about my album because if I'm honest. It'll never be as good as this. <laughs> um, not only was it Cinco de Mayo, it is Revenge of the Sith because yesterday was Star Wars Day. May the fourth be with you. Brian wants to reach through the phone or the computer and strangle you right now, Jason. Come on, Brian. May the fourth be with you. Come on. Come on, Brian. Come on. Uh, I, I now, was, you're make, now you're making a drink. <laughs> Every time I say Star Wars, do you have to drink? No, just just the May the Fourth be the and the May the Fifth. Just bullshit. So stupid. I hate it. I do like that. Sorry, I do like that. Everybody was talking last year, like at the end of the year, like 2020 is going to be great. Cinco de Mayo is on uh, a Tuesday for Taco Tuesday. You know, Fourth of July is on a Friday or Saturday. You know, Halloween's on a Saturday and all this. And then it's like, oh, 2020 came in and it's like, uh, fuck it. We're all screwed. We're staying inside anyway. So it doesn't matter if it is on a good day or not. Um, even Cinco de Mayo, we can't go out. So, but anyways, the Fourth of July or May 4th. Uh, may the 4th be with you, Brian. Uh, I was on uh, Cinema Guys live stream last night on YouTube. You can check it out on their YouTube channel, Cinnamon. Uh, Cinnamon. <laughs> Cinnamon Guys. All right. The Cinema Guys podcast uh, on YouTube. Or go to our Facebook page at the History of Bad Ideas, and there's a link to it. Uh, so I do want to say just real quick thank you to those guys, uh, Brad and Justin and everybody, uh, for letting me come on. Uh, we got to talk Star Wars for two hours. And uh, the, the uh, best part was... <laughs> What? Brian's eyes just bugged out when you said that. Oh, great! <laughs> two two full hours of that. Uh, the best Sounds part awesome. is the MVP of the whole thing was one of our Hobie listeners, Brian Auer A U E R. He was awesome. He was feeding us questions and he was answering our questions that we had no answers to. So, because you can uh, live stream with us, so I appreciate that. That was a good time. No, they so, should have had him on is what you're saying. Yeah, I, I don't know why I was on, but he should have been on above me. <laughs> uh, I did uh, ask to get the um, – I was bitching because they don't really make any toy <clears throat> play sets anymore about Star Wars. Uh, it's all that Lego stuff. 
and I wanted Jabba's uh, sail barge, uh, you know, the giant one. And he he sent me a link that you can buy it. Uh, they had made one a couple two years ago for five hundred dollars. It's uh, four feet long. Uh, it's for the three and three quarter inch guys, and damn, is it impressive! But five hundred dollars for it. Um, Just take one of your it? kids' stimulus um, money. Yeah, you got <laughs> stimulus. I bought a tiger. That's what it's for. I bought a tiger, Brian. I can't. <laughs> I want to see it. Uh, he's still he's still a kitten, so just be really nice to him. There you he paid is. you paid twelve hundred dollars for my Dalmatian. <laughs> Joe Exotic, help me! That's a that's a great Nicolas Cage impression. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Nicolas Cage is playing Joe Exotic in a Netflix miniseries movie. Miniseries? Is it Netflix? Uh, I don't think it's Netflix. I don't know. I don't know who it was from, but it was a miniseries. It's Netflix. I'm pretty sure Netflix is doing it. Netflix? And that's the thing. It's like, why is Netflix even doing this? I know they're trying to cash in, but they've showed everything in that documentary. You can't show much more. Unless they just did it. You can show Nicolas Cage doing it. Unless that's the only thing Netflix is like, we're not really interested. We got Nicolas Cage. Done. Let's do it. Let's see what he does. So, um... Yeah, the only thing... That, that can make the uh, Joe Exotic story even less uh, palatable is putting Nick Cage in it. Uh, cash in while it's hot. I want to take his face off. I would much rather have Nick. Uh, it's from CBS. Oh, CBS. It's well, it's from CBS TV Studios. Hmm. So the world will actually be shown. So they're basing it off of Netflix's series. <laughs> it's a shot by shot remake. That's all they're going for. Based on a based on a true story. They could take some artistic liberties. <laughs> <laughs> He's riding a tiger. <laughs> Are they going to show Carol actually killing her husband in that one? Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly killing her husband in that one. I just well, want to see. Was it? Spraying his uh, shoes with uh, what? What kind of oil was that? Oh God! Yeah, so the tigers would go after her feet or go after yeah. her. Uh, yeah, after I, him. I, I just want to see Carol ba- uh, Nicholas Cage say Carol Baskins that bitch. I just want to see it. I just want to see it. Carol uh, fucking Baskins. That bitch. Um, back to the May Fourth. Uh, in honor of Star Wars Day, our Twitter poll of the week was: What is your favorite Star Wars film? And uh, you can go to us at Bad Ideas Podcast and vote next week when we have it. Another poll. Uh, so this was pretty neck and neck. And then in the last, I would say, three hours before it closed, everything jumped to one. Uh, the options, first off, were A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Rogue One, or Other. Uh, three, f- three of these films tied with 18% of the vote. And it's not like we only had 15 <laughs> votes. We had a decent amount. And three of them had 18%. Uh, the winner with 46%, Empire Strikes Back. They came, there was a huge push for Empire at the end. So, Not a surprise. No, no. So people were saying uh, one person had Return of the Jedi for other. Uh, they said that just because the battles were nice, and, oh, they really enjoyed the battles and the lightsaber uh, fight. <laughs> I might have voted Return of the Jedi if they didn't in the special uh, 
movies, get rid of the Yub Nub song. Yub Nub. Uh, it is kind of fun. Uh, I was talking about this on the live stream last night. Wonder what's inside your butthole. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, now I'm picturing Ewok singing that. Uh, there you go. You could probably fit an Ewok in your butthole. <laughs> How big do you think my butthole is? <laughs> well, I'm not saying you specifically. <laughs> well, we've got a title to the episode now. <laughs> I, I think you could probably squeeze Wicked in there. <laughs> Um, no, it was, uh, I was watching when I was working yesterday, I had all the Star Wars movies on cause TBS had or TNT and they had a uh, new hope on and it was the special edition that they added Jabba back into the mix. Um, yeah. so Greedo gets killed and the next scene they show is Han talking to Jabba, which takes place after that. And in yeah. the background, there's Greedo, same exact outfit and everything still alive in the background. They didn't uh, even edit him out. It wasn't Greedo. Same exact. It was another guy of the same species wearing the same uniform. Sure, sure. Because that unif- that species has a specific <laughs> uniform uh-huh. they're allowed to wear. 1970s leisure jacket. <laughs> <suit>. Yes. <laughs> like the Mandalorians have their armor. <laughs> so Greedo can never take off that uh, scarf thing that he's wearing the ask off. Well, well, Jason, I saw one scene where a stormtrooper died, and the next scene in the background there is the same stormtrooper. What? <laughs> you probably think they all look alike, too, uh, Jim, don't you? All white stormtroopers look alike. Damn racist. Get off the air. Get out here. Says the white guy wearing a sombrero. <laughs> <laughs> It's all about cultural appropriation on Hobie. Yeah, cultural, cultural appropriating the Mexican heritage, Jason. Good job. Yeah. Oh wait. Actually, you're playing. You're paying homage to the Three Amigos, which is what actually celebrates the Cinco de Mayo. It's what it's all about. That's right. But we're in America. There's no such thing as cultural appropriation. We're the great no. American melting pot. All cultures are part of our culture. If Elizabeth Warren is 150th Native American. I think I am could be 150th something. I'm, I'm sorry. I think that's more like 1,5,000th. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth Warren, I think that's just bullshit. I'm just going to go with that. <laughs> uh, I, I do have... I do said the the only positive thing that's really come out of the, the pandemic mm-hmm. is that I don't have to go to uh, my my place of employment and deal with fucking assholes coming in on days like Cinco de Mayo and St. Patty's Day and just being obnoxious fucks. Oh, I, I, I'll be honest. I'm very happy the quarantine's going on. So I don't if I did have to go to any place, I don't have to deal with them, especially downtown where I work. It's a pain. So I'm with you, Jim. I, I'll agree with you on that. So, but don't you get it, it, don't you get decent tips it, on those I, days? No. Really? No, they, no, those are the worst we tipping make, days. We make money on pure volume. And huh. so it's just – and these are the worst people coming out. Because, oh, I'm going to go out and get drunk because it's Cinco de Mayo. That's stupid. Mm. <laughs> it's like or or St. Patty's Day. I need 17 car bombs. No. <laughs> 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 And by car bombs, you're talking the drink, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 
I am really temp- I'm really thinking that the next uh, St. Patty's Day, when we're there and somebody orders a car bomb, uh, one of my fellow bartenders, Mike Pierce, is probably going to blow up the person's car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, Jim. Call him out now that when that happens. What if they know. ask for Irish whiskey? What are you going to do then? Uh, pour them some uh, Jameson or some Bushmills. Oh, okay. What about Give them Irish pint? whiskey? <laughs> <laughs> Give them some Crown Royale. Mm. <laughs> Make sure you put some Patron in the ticket. Be impressed. And, and if a car got blown up in Dana's parking lot on on St. Patty's Day, the first person to look at is Pierce. I am not calling him out for anything. Everybody knows it already. <laughs> <laughs> on a side note, if you're in Cincinnati, don't forget you can order food at Dana's uh, Gardens in Cincinnati, Ohio. Jim could uh, cook it for you. So get him yeah, some just don't order a car bomb. <laughs> <laughs> to go. It's okay. You can order a car bomb to go. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, are you selling alcohol, Jim? Yes, we are. Okay, that's what I thought. You're allowed two alcoholic drink or two uh, liquor drinks uh, with a food purchase. Yeah, because we we ordered from the local um, bar uh, uh, bar here in uh, my town uh, on Friday. And uh, they're like, would you like a margarita with that? And my wife's like, damn, you're straight. <laughs> Throw that margarita in there. So... Uh, the local bar. Well, I don't want to get caught. Your town has a bar. We have two. We have two. Thank you. <laughs> two. You've got more than two. Four. We got four. Okay. <laughs> Do it again. It's going up to eight. Just keep going, Jeff. <laughs> well, you got the concert venue where all the... Uh... Bands play all the the. We do have a uh, concert. We do have a concert. Uh, we do have a band. Uh, sorry, we do have a bar that does a lot of co- uh, cover bands. Uh, unfortunately, Chris Jericho's group Fozzy was supposed to be here in July. They are not coming now. Quite oh, disappointed. Oh, you suck, twenty twenty. Damn you! Uh, before we get into <laughs> listener feedback, we did just get two questions, and since Blake won't see them because he's not on Twitter. I'll do this before we get into Blake's official listener feedback. Uh, Pittsburgh Nerd wants to know, what are your thoughts on Florida allowing crowds for live sporting events? Who do you think will be the first one to allow crowds? The UFC, WWE, or AEW wrestling? Anybody? WWE. <laughs> They're bringing everybody well, if that's my if that's my choice, that's who I think will be the first because, I mean... They they don't even they didn't want to get rid of the crowds in the first place. They don't care about the health. They just care about the money. Uh, yeah, I'd say WWE probably. Uh, my I don't. I'm uh, Dana it? White uh, might push for uh, live crowds at a fight. So UFC. Who who is coming out of this quarantine looking worse, Dana White or Vince McMahon? Vince McMahon. Yeah. Well, since I have no clue what Dana White's been saying or doing, I'll say Vince McMahon. On a side note, though, Dana White is building his own island, a fight island, uh, which is like... The, well, that's kind of cool. That's like pure James Bond evil scientist <laughs> right there. It is. But I'm not fighting to the death. <laughs> yeah, think? Jim, there are no rules on fight island. <laughs> Although, since we're talking about fights, did you guys see the awesome fight that was just signed? What's that? 
the Beast versus the Mountain. Oh, or Julius Bjornsson versus Eddie Hall. No. World's Strongest Man 2017 versus World's Strongest Man 2018 to a boxing mm-hmm. match. It's a boxing match? A boxing match. Shouldn't they be like lifting stones or something instead of fighting? They are taking. Uh, well, it started when uh, Bjornsson set the new deadlift record, mm-hmm. but he set it in a non competition, like just doing it in his gym thing or something. So Eddie Hall. Kilograms? 501 kilograms. One. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it said he. Decimates the, like one <laughs> kilogram over. It was Eddie Hall handed at five hundred kilograms. Bjornsson set it at five hundred one, but it wasn't in any competition or anything. It was just him lifting it on camera. So how official that is or whatnot, I don't know. So Eddie Hall was pretty much saying, you know, I know you can do it. I know blah blah blah, but I mean, it, you're you know got to do this in competition. Otherwise, you're just you know you know, being a, you know, strutting for no reason type shit. And so they kind of went back and forth on Twitter and uh, some fight promoter said, hey, set them contracts and they both signed. So it's going to look like two drunk Transaurus Rexes fighting. Well, it won't be for another year and a half. Oh, God. So they got, so they got to like September of 2021 to, uh, Get into fighting chair for it. Yeah. Well, you get the. I think it'd be more j- interesting if I think it'd be more interesting if they both had to pick a tree trunk and beat the shit out of each other with the tree trunks. That like sounds that. like world's strongest man beat downs. Did anybody see there was a video released like two years ago, uh, just a small little clip it of a sparring match between uh, <laughs> Bjornsson and and, and uh, McGregor, Conor yeah. McGregor, yeah. and. Yeah. As big and uh, as tough that people think Con- Conor McGregor is, Conor McGregor made the comment, one punch and he'd kill me. Because, <laughs> 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 it, it, well, the size, like, Bjornsson has him by almost like 180 pounds. <laughs> yeah. And like a foot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was just ragdolling him around. Like, <laughs> it was it was really funny. Um. They did say. And, and the, oh, I'm sorry. On, no, go ahead, Jim. Go ahead. The other, I, I know. I don't know if Jeff has, has seen the show that was on uh, History Channel. It's the strongest man of of in history. It's, Is that the uh, one that, that uh, Eddie Hall and Eddie Eddie Brian Hall, Shaw. Brian Shaw? Um, who are the other two guys? Uh, Oberst. Yeah, Robert Oberst and the old guy. Um, uh, Nick Best. Nick Best, yes. Magnus for Magnuson? <laughs> no, no, he is. Magnus for Magnuson was there when uh, uh, Bjornsson set the world record. Mm. He is one of the judges. Uh, oh, he's, he's moved on to judging now? He's yes. retired into judgment? Well, he, well, he's coaching part- and uh, broadcasting. Okay. I've seen him do all of those. Nice. Yep. But if you haven't seen the strongest men in history, it's actually pretty. It's actually pretty interesting. Uh, like I think it's eight or nine episodes. Yeah, I, I've seen a couple of the episodes. Welcome to World's Strongest Talk. <laughs> oh, if you want to do an higher episode on it, we can. <laughs> next up yes, is next up is Laundry Talk. 
we, we can start in 1977, uh, and we can talk about the big feud between. Oh, now I'm on the spot, blanking on their names. Oh <laughs> crap! Uh, Jim, you could just make up names, and nobody's going to call you out on it. Uh, I would uh, not Ryan? do that. Was it Reinhold? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob Reinhout and. Oh, oh Jim, damn it. <laughs> Jim Crane? No. Oh. But they did have guys like Ivan Putsky oh. and. Uh, Ken Patera? <laughs> Ken Patera. They, they were in it. They didn't come close to winning. The powerlifter yeah. got it. Is that before or after Patera went to well, prison? I'm guessing before, because he wasn't in prison. It is. (laughs) It was Uh, Bruce Wilhelm and uh, Don Reinhout. Okay, yeah. Uh, Something to go along with Sean's question from Pittsburgh Nerd. Uh, Miami Dolphins did announce that uh, they're trying to get certified by whatever health organizations down there in Miami, uh, that when the football season does start, whenever that is, supposedly as of now, September, that um, their stadium will hold 65,000. They're going to allow 15000 in is what their goal is. And instead of just doing a free-for-all when the gates open, they're going to designate each gate. You have to stand six feet apart. You have to, you have to get uh, designated times. So, Jeff, if you had, um, you know, the game starts at 1, you would have 1130. You're at gate 1, you know, your tickets. Brian, you're at gate, you know, 3 for your tickets. So, at 1145. So they would designate, they would uh, kind of uh, separate everybody. Um, they would let you go in. Uh, the Dolphins would also, um, instead of going up to the concessions, you would actually just order it from your seat and they would uh, ding you on, you know, they would send you a message on your phone to go get it uh, when it's ready. Uh, so they're trying, they're trying to toy with that idea. Um, as of now, the NFL hasn't said that they're going to let fans in, but the Dolphins are basically taking a proactive approach and said, we can do this if you base it on this, this, and this, and they were given uh, ideas about it. Well, they um, are in Florida, so they're not going to pay attention to social distancing anyway. You know what? Ha- as fucked up as Florida is, now you could say it's also because their testing has not been strong, but they do have low low death rates in Florida right now. Did, did you actually hear that they are not allowed to report their yeah. rates. The, that could the be the reason why they have low death rates. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, they they're, stopped they're reporting their numbers. I was trying to go with it, Jeff. <laughs> no, no. That's, Florida that is sounds part terrible. of the problem. Yeah. That yeah. just sounds like it would be terrible. You know, like, I need... I'd rather just watch it from home. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I really enjoy going to the games. And I love my seats, but if I have to get there like at eleven o'clock and stand around for two hours before the game starts, and correct, I'm I'm just going to stay home. Yeah, and obviously there's going to be no tailgating or anything hey, like that. Hold on a second. Yeah, I was about to say, as long as you have a beer, isn't that called tailgating? <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll be inside the stadium and you'll have to pay the stadium prices. But if you're Drinking a beer doesn't that kill the coronavirus? Oh, oh definitely. <laughs> Only if it's a car bomb, an Irish car bomb, or a I flaming mean, Dr Pepper. Yeah, just just thinking about like how like how terrible they like crowd control is trying to get into the Bengals stadium. Like 
there's zero possibility that they could ever organize it that good. Oh no. Yeah. They would be able to pull it off. <laughs> You're going to have 40,000 people just show up <laughs> to show up. Yeah, exactly. See ya. I, I, you what know, do you mean by have a time to get in here? <laughs> yeah. Nobody told me I got a ticket. Let me in. My issue is though, that it's tough to watch. I don't know if I could, it's going to be tough to watch the sports without crowds. Like, it's tough to watch wrestling without crowds. Um, I don't know if baseball will be as I'd bad. Have, I'd, have no pro- I'd have no problem <laughs> watching real sporting events without a crowd. Okay. Right. I agree with you. Because they play up to the crowd, and it's kind of part of the show. Mm-hmm. But a football game, I can give two shits whether uh, what the crowd's doing. Okay. Yeah. A baseball game, I get... like. If I see somebody gets a home run and they throw the ball back, I just get annoyed at them. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, I feel like I would almost enjoy watching the sports more without the fans just because it's a different experience and you actually get to – you're not distracted away from things by the crowd. Like Blake would hate it because he'd miss out on the two girls – like the girls standing behind the uh, plate at the World Series showing their tits. Yeah, that's true. I, if there's no crowds, I'm going to be a little upset. <laughs> I don't know. There was that one game in Baltimore that they played a couple of years back with no crowds, and I think, still I think a, it depends on the sport. Though wrong with the game. I, I mean, I, I say, I say, if you're if you're the home team, you're allowed to. Here's what I'm. Here's what pipe I did noise. Pipe in noise, but it can't be fake noise. You have to have a mega. 20,000 Zoom party, watch party for your home team, like they did the NFL where they were you're piping in the fans from the uh, internet for their draft picks when their picks were up. And they got to stick them on the board and they didn't, uh, you know, the big, uh, you know, screen. And then they got to be as loud as possible. I, I think they should do a laugh track. I think they should be allowed to use a laugh track. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That'd work. That'd work as well. <laughs> It would be great because you could actually hear like when the opposing players coming up the bat or something, and, the, and they play like really bad songs for them. <laughs> Plus, I think like what's in my like butthole? Can... I want to know what's in my butthole. Do that for every every player. <laughs> I feel like they could if they would. And this is a big if because I don't think that any of the commissioners would would do it. But if they would give the players kind of a just go out and have fun and it don't take it as serious as they would want them to, or, you know, let them just let them do what they wanted to an extent to where they just, you know, have fun with it. I, they could do it and do it well. I think I would, I would love to see either baseball, football without fans. I, it wouldn't bother me at all. I don't think baseball would bother me because I feel like they're spaced apart. Um, you know, I mean, it's not like a closed field, and again, I know. I mean, it's kind of like football. Like it's a tight field. You see the crowd on it. With baseball, it's so widespread. I don't think I would notice it as much in baseball. But like, would the Tampa Bay Rays even notice? <laughs> <laughs> they already have a social distancing rule. <laughs> they only allow fifteen thousand into their stadium too, Jeff. It's okay. <laughs> what are they playing the Yankees or something? Uh. <laughs> Or is, was it a play? Did they make the playoffs? They did make the playoffs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I I will um, say, like, 
it's one of those things that you don't know you don't notice it until it's gone. And uh, I really miss Major League Baseball. Like I miss baseball a lot. Um, I, hell, I miss baseball in general. Uh, I miss coaching my son's team. Like I was telling my wife the other day that it, it's killing me. Like I really miss being out there. And as corny as it sounds, like teaching the kids and coaching the kids because it's so much fun to do. Like I've missed that a lot. And that's the one thing in the quarantine. Like I'm a pretty you know, isolated person. I don't mind being that way, but I do. I've never realized how much I miss like baseball in general between professional and even my kids baseball. That's the one thing I've missed. I think above anything, um, especially just having it on and watching the reds and that. So, so, so do you miss our uh, Friday softball league? Uh, I miss gathering with you guys afterwards. <laughs> I, I don't do, miss I playing do, though. I do enjoy playing. I do enjoy. <laughs> okay. I do. Um, even my wife said to this, this week that she's like, you've been a little bit more down this, you know, in the last week or so. I was like, yeah, I don't know what it is. It's and, uh, cause it's spring and you can't do spring stuff. Well, she, I think her, she was saying, she's like, I think part of it is just like, obviously we're doing this on, you know, um, Skype and, you know, this is great. I mean, it's awesome that we're all here, but she's like, I think you missed the like actual interaction of in the studios. And I was like, I do. I mean, that is a fun aspect of our show that we're lucky that everybody's local. Not all all podcasts are like that. Um, or there are, but I mean, not, you know, as famous as us. Nowhere near as good as, not not any good as the 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 crew. 330 episodes in, (laughs) they're not still (laughs) gathering every week. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I, I, like I said, I think those are the things that, like I said, I do, I do miss, like, I, I miss game night. I, I, I miss game night. Uh, that's been rough. So we're going to have to do a game night on Skype. I think one night, Jeff, can we do that? <laughs> yes. I got Some... that card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, uh, yeah, just not being able to play softball and hang out on a, you know, nice, cool uh spring summer evenings kind of annoying i was like i'm i'm all for i'm all for getting back to normal and and uh i'm all you know let's let's get the herd immunity thing going let's go yeah yeah we did we did too good of a job flattening the curve i think (laughs) and and then and then you're trying to remind people it's not if it's when you know it's not if it's when and the whole point of the flattening the curve is not to overwhelm the hospitals and I think yeah. we did too good of a job. I mean, we pat ourselves on the back. I mean, we did a great job, you know. But we did too good. I'm, I'm fearing we did too good of a job, you know. If I could, if I could sound morbid. But you know what? All these models that come out, there was another one that says October, November, eighty billion people are dying or whatever. I don't even know the numbers anymore. And it's like, but you don't know that. Like every every model that they've shown has had some type of variable that has fucked up something. So those yeah. numbers are never correct. And it's like, it's always... No, it, it's only as good as the data that's put into it. Correct. And the, do- the data is awful. It's awful. <laughs> and that, and we're working with something we know hardly anything about. I mean, so, something that pretty much came to our attention the very end of last year. So we've known about it for four months. Yeah, but- and we're expected to, you know, know everything about it. I mean, hopefully... Somewhere down the line, oh, a uh, good uh, workable vaccine comes out. I mean, that's, or I think, what our, 
end goal is. Yeah, but look how many people get flu vaccines annually. Look how many people that don't get flu vaccines. Well, that's because. Well, yeah. Well, if the option comes up that says, "Hey, you can," we've got this uh, vaccine that uh, is credible. I'll go get the damn vaccine. Yeah. So hopefully, then you know, I won't get this strain of uh, Corona. My Corona. Where. You know, if you, elect, if you elect to not get it, that's fine. But <laughs> if you do, if you drink some Corona light, you don't get the full Corona. <laughs> there you go. But that's the thing. I mean, and not to go into a big thing, but it's like they're predicting all this shit. It's like you have nobody knows how this is going to react. Like Jeff said, you have no idea. I mean, it, there's too many variables out there um, between now and then. So, you know, when we need a Rehoboam, we don't have it. What did you say? When we need a Rehobo, we we don't have it. Anyway. It's the computer algorithm that predicts everything and, and, you know, tells you what to do to prevent certain things. Oh. Well. I thought that was just watching The Simpsons. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Uh, hey, real real quick, before we we go forward, uh, we were just talking about sports and something that uh, caught my attention uh, over the weekend. So uh, on Friday, the Bengals released Andy Dalton. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, in the 24 hours period uh, from when he was released till the next day, people had started donating to his foundation, like Bengals fans and fans of his just started donating $14 because that was his jersey number. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a little over 24 hours, they raised $25,000. Wow. And he donated it all to Cincinnati Children's. Jeez. So I thought that was really, really cool. That was, you know, yeah. as much as you, anybody want to criticize Andy Dalton's play on the field, his work he did with the round Cincinnati and charities and everything. And the AJ or the, uh, Andy Dalton foundation, uh, with him and his wife, that, that was phenomenal he was he's a great great uh, humanitarian in that aspect he is he, he seems yeah. like a, a decent human being which is nice oh yeah yeah and that, that's true and just to, to just to trump what you guys are complaining about as a browns fan i would have taken all the years of any Dalton <laughs> quarterback play compared to what i had to live with for the past fucking 20 years uh i oh i'm i like Andy dalton i just i'm yeah. not i wasn't one of the haters uh but yeah, it's, it's like you know he, when when you finally got the weapons for him and everything was working out, you guys went to the playoffs and of course the cheaters blew that up. Or actually, hold on, the one yeah the cheaters blew it up. But hold on, no, it was your own team that imploded that caused you guys to lose because of you, See, know, you know. This is why we can't have nice things with Blake. This is why. That's right. Yeah, you mean not taking three fucking knees. Yeah, yeah, that's what <laughs> all you got to do is don't fumble the ball, Jeremy Hill. Then nothing else happens. Oh, hey, Vontez, perfect. Uh, just stay. Don't pound. Oh, never mind. Personal foul. 15 yards. Sorry. In under, in other news, Andy Dalton was donating 25000 Uh Baker Mayfield spent $25,000 in the last 24 hours on a stripper named Andy. So, I mean, it all evens out. It works out well. It- and that includes the dinner. That includes the dinner check at the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> just, but it's, uh, it includes that uh, trip to Cheesecake Factory or the park left behind it. 
Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> what a, he seems like such an ass, <laughs> Baker Mayfield. <laughs> He's better than who they had before, Johnny Manziel. Give oh, me God. Baker any day. Well, it's a sliding oh scale. <laughs> <laughs> I like Baker better than Manz- Manziel. <laughs> Uh, I like I like Baker. I, I think I think he could be the guy to pull us out. He's he's got enough cocky attitude and moxie. Sure, you know he, he's he's been he's been, you know the uh, underdog and has said and succeeded wherever he's gone. So I, that's what we need. You and know, just uh, stay out factory parking lots. In the last okay. six years that you've been on the show, Blake, I think you said the same thing about Seneca Wallace, about uh, <laughs> Jake Del Home. No. Spurgeon Win. My God. Oh, Spurgeon Win. Spurgeon Win. Who else did you say that about? I'm just asking. Uh, Charlie made- Whitehurst, was he your savior? Charlie Whitehurst. <laughs> Who was the guy Charlie from Buffalo? Fry. My man. Charlie Fry. Who, who I mean, Charlie Fry. <laughs> Charlie Fry. God. But I'm sure, Blake, it's going to work out this well, well this time. I mean, good news is you, you had no expectations last year. I mean, you guys were not expected to do well. And Oh, wait, no, you did. You were, and you didn't do well. Uh, I'm sure this year will be hey, totally different. Hey, we're repeat, we're repeat off-season champions. I don't know what your guys are, what you guys are you? have. I kind of feel like the Bengals won this yeah. year. We won the off season last year, and, and from what I understand, that people think we already won the off season again this year. Really, you, you were the preseason Super Bowl winners. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> you got a participation trophy. Congrats! That's right, <laughs> man. I, I, yeah, the Bengals were lucky to get one of those last year. They did, but Mike Brown sold it. <laughs> he needed money. Am I on? You are on. What is that noise? That's uh, called, uh, I don't have a piece of paper. Oh. How's that? Better. Uh, yeah, time for the bomb listener feedback uh, brought to you by the uh, socialist governor of California's list of things you're allowed to do. <laughs> From Doug. Uh, Rise of Skywalker comes out May 4th. Will you watch the entire Skywalker saga and live tweet it? Well, considering no. that was yesterday, I'll say no. no. No, I don't think I'll ever watch all nine of them in one sitting. Uh, well, I don't have, think I'd have to because I'd have to pee. We have well, even even with scheduled pee breaks or whatever, I I would never. We had um in the house yesterday. We had episodes four through eight on. Uh, just because it was on TBS. And I had it on while I was working in the background just to have it. So that was kind of nice. And then my kids had it on all day just while they were doing homework and everything else and just hang out, just have it on because it was Star Wars Day. But um, I don't know if I could get through the first three and then be be sane enough to watch the rest. I think one, two, and three were on Sunday night. Good so call. If you Sunday night to Monday. No, I'm not going to live tweet anything about Star Wars. <laughs> How about the first time you ever watch it? Live tweet it. That'll never happen. Oh. Uh, go ahead. What else we got? Uh, Sean at Pittsburgh Nerd. AMC Theaters are aiming to reopen in July. 
How long before you'll be comfortable going to the movies, or will you be willing to go once theaters reopen? Anyone? Or will we bring back Jeff's box office bombs? <laughs> <laughs> I personally, I'd be willing to go back as soon as, you know, everything, like if, if people are going into bars and restaurants, I think theaters aren't going to be any worse, probably even a little better than places like that. They are probably going to be 50 percent. Yeah, especially if they still do the distancing mm-hmm. of not letting not putting people sitting next to me. Mm-hmm. And hell, yeah. Well, can we go like late Wednesday night and just watch movies like before they come out again? <laughs> oh, that would be just nice. Like, four months in the theater. Jeff, when you were a manager, that was a lot of fun. Can we go back to watching movies just with us mystery science theatering it? I, I think it would be great, but yeah, I don't think the theater would do that. <laughs> apparently, they don't even. Apparently, they don't even call, watch it off, anymore. They can call and offer our services. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, they they don't even make people watch the movies ahead of time anymore. Really? I was asking somebody who, you know, somebody I knew who worked there, and they're like, "Nah, yeah, there's." That since it's all digital projection now, they assume everything's going to be all right. I guess one of the worst ones we had, the problems we had, was with the digital one. When uh, was it Wally? It was a digital production, and it didn't work. Well, that wasn't me because I never saw Wally. But. Yeah, because we only got through the short and it kept on shutting off, so we never actually got to watch it. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Oh. Yeah, we saw the short about three times that night. I don't think I've ever seen Wally. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I eventually saw it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, I it <laughs> yeah, Jim, you're starting to sound like Peanuts characters again. <laughs> For the first part, he... wah, 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 wah. <laughs> For the first part, I thought he said the digi-doo. I didn't know what he was talking about. The, not the digital. Didgeridoo. <laughs> didgeridoo. <laughs> um, oh, Brian, just um, to let you know, because I yeah. know you love it so much. Uh, I did on the live stream last night. I did do some impressions. That I'm, I'm that's I'm sorry for the guys that were on that stream with you. Well, the good news is, Brian, you we won't get there. You won't get to see them because they were talking about Star Wars the whole time. And we know you're not watching that. So I hate sand. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. So I hate sand. <laughs> it's it's green. coarse. It's grainy. It gets in your butt. It's everywhere. I think the line oh, like actually answer the qu- answer answer the question. Yeah, I'd actually go to the movie theaters tomorrow if they were open. Blake, would you? Yeah, would you? I would probably be by myself because uh, nobody else would go with me. But you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I I'd have my mask on and <laughs> yeah, and wouldn't sit next to anybody and try to make sure I was distanced. But yeah. Of course, then you also have to realize that it's, you know, you got to have a good movie that th- that's out there, too. I don't think I'm going to see uh, Trolls 2 or whatever else is coming out. What does come out in July? Anything? That's the thing is that now so many movies that were supposed to come out have been pushed six months, a year, two years. So yeah. when they do open up, what's even going to be available? I mean, I guess they can change it and, re- you know, change the release dates, but... I'll take a look. I, I want to see what's coming out. So, uh, you know, I didn't what, it, see what it won't be is the new mutants. So just to show you how this, um, and we can, we'll talk a little bit more, but 
Speaking of movies here, so worldwide for 2020, these are the number one films. Bad Boys for Life at 419 million. Sonic the Hedgehog at 306. Doolittle at 223. Third best movie of the year. And Birds of Prey at 201. And then after that, Invisible Man at 123 million. I mean, obviously, there's you got to take into effect a lot of them were not released. But just to see that at the box office right now, it's like, geez, old Pete, only four movies over 200 million. You know, and we're in May now, obviously. God, I remember the days when 100 million was a, a complete smash success. Yeah. So, uh, go ahead, Blake. What else we got? Uh, let me see from Scab Jeff. Hey, Scab Jeff. He's obviously not listening to the podcast since he's not on it. Uh, let's see. Scooby-Doo live action movie was released less than a year after 9-11 with the scene where they dress Scooby up as an old woman to get on a plane. Now they are releasing an animated version during the pandemic. What inappropriate pandemic scenes will they have? I don't know. Uh, for me, it most likely will be Scooby dressed in his fatigues, carrying his AR-15. And <laughs> Protesting? Uh, yeah, he'll have a sign that says, uh, open these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, you, you know, for, for those jackass protesters that are taking their weapons in the fucking protest and all that time, you know, I... It, it, you know, obviously those are like Call of Duty wannabe people and uh, quote unquote, oh, yeah, I'm a survivalist, you know, freedom fighter who probably have you know little to no experience in the real world. And as a veteran and a Second Amendment rights supporter, I get to high five their face first with my hand because those are fucking jackasses. They should, you know, and if they are a veteran that's going there taking their weapons, they should know fucking better and get their asses kicked. Uh, they did, I don't know if we talked about this or not. The lady, I mean, the woman, branch. I mean, that's how I feel about it. Did uh, I get? Yeah, I agree. I 100%. The uh, woman who led the protest in uh, South Carolina uh, that, you know, they were taking her freedoms. She tested positive for coronavirus last week. Oh, no. Really? <laughs> oh, no. I don't believe it. Who could have seen that? How come I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, not that you want anyone to get hurt. Eh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> fuck it. I don't give a shit. Uh, that stinks. You know, at that point, you know what? You made a bad choice. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, just no, with the, three weeks the, there's like, or, there's or, a long or, list of people. Or she I don't mind if they <laughs> <laughs> or, or was she smart in getting it out of the way? Thank God I got it. Now I'll be free in two, 14 days. <laughs> or dead. One of the two. <laughs> Jim, what did you say? 95% chance survival rate. Let's... You, you said, I, said, I said there's a long list of people who I wouldn't mind getting this uh, virus and getting really sick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wishing death upon anybody, but... <laughs> These these assholes who are doing these protests and that shit, yeah, yeah. I hope you do get sick, and I hope I hope I hope you're violently sick for two weeks, <laughs> and then then you recover. Then maybe you'll you, you'll have a little common sense. Yeah, right. Jim, they just they really need their haircuts, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know they. I mean, they would have they would have had a level of credibility with me if they protested and kept social distancing. <laughs> But no, they didn't. So, Some, did. All, Some are, did. all these people say, like, I want to work. I want to work. Then go get a job at Kroger. 
<laughs> you can <laughs> work. Uh, Domino's is advertising that they're hiring. So yeah. You really want to work. Yeah. They're paying for TV time to say we need people <laughs> to deliver pizza. Unfortunately, you have to eat Domino's. That's the problem. You don't have to eat it. You just have to you have deliver it. Deliver to other people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> real quick on movies being released, the next movie that's in theaters, not video on demand like Netflix or Amazon. Uh, the Empty Man in two th- in August two thousand August seventh two thousand twenty. Nothing else between now and then. Nothing scheduled before like August seventh. The Empty Man. <laughs> uh, the Empty Man and the SpongeBob SpongeBob movie, same Ooh, day August seventh. Um, and Wonder Woman is the following weekend, August fourteenth. You think Jeff? You think Wonder Woman gets pushed back again? Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Uh, I think August is a pretty good uh, mark for what I think will probably be allowed to open theaters or whatnot. So I think it'll have a lot to do with what they do with schools. Yeah. If, if they, you know, yeah. if they don't reopen the schools or they push it back or do something like that, then maybe I can see that time. Well, that's true. Cause Schools nowadays open about August fourteenth, don't they? Yeah, some states. Yeah, some of the. Uh, you know, if they, if they enforce social distancing in cinema, you're not going to have to worry about some asshole sitting next to you. So that's good. True. Um, yeah, I mean, on the positive, if Wonder Woman's the first big film to come out at that time and everything's better, it's going to do gangbusters because people will be looking for something to see. So maybe that that may not be a bad idea. Yeah, but local the, cinema has it'll do it'll do fifty percent of what it would have done. Correct. Yeah, well, it's a people in movies. That's why they're pushing back because they want full houses instead of selling half house. So, but, but also something like the our local theater has fourteen theaters. If they have only Wonder Woman to show, it'll be on fourteen screens. Yeah, as opposed to two or three, it would normally have gotten. No, so. I want SpongeBob on one of those too. Oh, okay. Got to have something for the kids. Uh, SpongeBob on Saturday afternoon, and then <laughs> Snake Eyes, the GI Joe movie, is coming out October twenty third. Really? Yeah. Is is he going to have lips built into his? I mask? knew that's why I said it. <laughs> they already <laughs> greenlit the sequel. They got they got the sequel, so yay! Um, <laughs> I mean, looking at the movies, you know, once once September hits, I mean, there is decent films coming out. Like, well, in theory, Quiet Place two. Um, Let's see, Candyman, which is going to get get decent, is going to get decent uh, traction. Halloween Kills, Snake Eyes, uh, Black Widow, uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog. Ooh, <laughs> uh, Godzilla Do versus. Do kids really still like Clifford? Uh, my three year old likes the books because we have them from my okay. oldest, from when he was little. But um, I don't think because I thought Clifford was stupid when I was a kid, and I. I can't understand. My issue is who cleans up the shit. I mean, come on. They never mentioned that. Um, (laughs) uh, They never mentioned the downside. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Uh, Godzilla versus Kong, Pixar Soul, and Coming to America. Oh, here's here's Blake's movie, Dune. Dune's coming out in December. Uh, Yeah. Just in time for the holidays. Oh, my God. December 23rd, Tom and Jerry, the cartoon. Live action? 
I have no idea. It's also the same day The Croods 2 comes out. That's two two kids' films on the same day. So. No one wanted The Croods 1. That's right. You're going to really grimace here. Top Gun Maverick is out the same day. Ugh. I'd rather see that. For those three films, that's the one I would choose. Ugh. So, I mean, in theory, I mean, they don't have... I mean, once September hits, I mean, it's a pretty decent slate of films, whether you like them or not. But you I mean, said... You pretty much said one. I'm willing to go to the theater. But I'm talking like in in all. I mean, it's films that are in theory decent size that should do well. Films that will attract some sort of audience. Correct. Correct. So, uh, what else we got, Blake? Uh, next we got Dev. Best Chris Rock movie early two thousands. Oh, I'm going to have to look this up because it's not head of state. So <laughs> that's the only one coming to mind. Um, yeah. the only two, I'm going to get uh, that's, I'm going to get you, sucker. I think it was released before the 2000s, but that's my <laughs> vote. How much for just one rib? <laughs> <laughs> Got change for 100? Uh, I'd say the longest yard. I was just going to say that. I just saw that on IMDb. Wow. That's grown ups. Oh, geez, if those are the best, then there so, might not yeah, be two, one. The 2000s were rough for him. So you got um, Madagascar, Head of State, Death at a Funeral, Grown Ups, to, uh, no, sorry, Longest Yard, Down to Earth, um, <sighs> I Think I Love My Wife. Uh, that one didn't look bad, but I never saw it. Bad Company with Anthony Hopkins. The helicopter went backwards. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was the movie I put together in the wrong order. Uh, Osmosis Jones. Oh, <laughs> here you go. Pootie Tang came out in 2001. Pootie Tang. <laughs> oh, Pootie Tang. It, it's Pootie Tang. Definitely Pootie Tang. All the way. Pootie Tang, all the way. Pootie Tang, all the way. And Pootie nurse, done it again. Pootie done it again. <laughs> and nurse, oh. nurse Betty. Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay, so which one is it? Uh, Pootie Tang. I think it won Longest Yard, Brian. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, that was on the other night, and I watched most of it. I really enjoy that film. Yeah, if it's if there's nothing else on or if I'm scanning and then I see it, I always stop and watch, watch yeah. it. Okay, what else you got, Blake? Uh, next from Mickey. Uh, how awesome is Blake's new D&D group? I hear they're pretty cool. I don't know Blake's new D&D group. Hey, weren't we just talking about having a mistress and getting busted for it? Wait a minute. Are you cheating on everybody? He is. He's getting a new group put together and kicking us to the curb. Well, see, you're not kicked to the curb. Uh, uh-huh. we, we are still in limbo because I, I think... Some some peeps don't want to play online in uh, our other group. So uh, I had thing cooking in the background because when I talked to Dev, he said he always wanted to play D and D, and Miguel Leal said he always kept rolling up a three point five character and group never starting to play. And then I had a, another buddy that wanted to play, and of course the pandemic broke out, and I was like, all right, all right, you know, I've been, I've been boiling boiling the water for a little bit of while i was like all right well let's do it and so i got uh those guys i got leal and big dev and i got a buddy in chicago fraternity buddy in chicago 
and uh, another old D&D buddy in uh, Illinois and one of the uh, first online D&D groups uh, in upstate New York uh, playing with us. So we got five we got five guys. You know, we've been we've been trying to get a couple of our peeps you when know, we play with Jeff and Jim to 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 get all in on the uh, uh, the in person, you know, the online thing. But I, I think they don't want to play online. So but uh, I was I was thinking of an interesting crossover where because I do still have a uh, I still I still do have a, a player uh, billet open. Because they, you know, there's a slot for six, you know, with the license that I have. So I was thinking, like, maybe bringing Jeff and Jim in to play like the the, the boss, the, the bad boss guys, and see if I could have them uh, try and kill the player characters. <laughs> I can't argue that. I so do you, that. So, so you've had some uh, sessions already. Yeah, we've had uh, we've had. Um, about four or five sessions in the past couple weeks. You've had more sessions with them than you have with us in six years. <laughs> and yeah, we had people that didn't want to play, and you couldn't even invite us to play with you guys <laughs> because well, it, it's similar to the campaign that you guys are in because I, I had everything set up. I just tweaked a number of things. <laughs> it's like taking up Mikhail out right now. It's the half naked chick behind me in the in the broadcast. <laughs> you know what? So I'm upset. I'm trying to on right now. I've been trying to get. I've been trying to get a couple of other peeps going, but I, I know Jeff and Jim are all in. But with some of the other peeps, I, I, they just have an aversion to, to not playing online. I think, and we we've, we tried to. No, the, the problem. Up. The problem is, is Sean McMahon cannot figure out Discord. I was not going to try and name names, but... <laughs> he doesn't listen. Okay. <laughs> uh, my but question is, how come I wasn't invited, Blake? <laughs> wow, Dis- Discord is the easier part yeah, to figure yeah. out. Right. <laughs> the- Fine. I will not inform Blake that, that we've been playing with Nikki. <laughs> yeah, don't tell him that. <laughs> Have you been playing with Nikki from from New Zealand? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you guys have been playing with uh, Nikki and uh, Meow God. Yeah, it's fine. Right? No. No, Meow. No, when we were doing with Meow God, we were playing uh, uh, a uh, spy game. And- That's true. And, and I know Jeff does Roll20. I had to, He was doing Roll20 this Columbus peeps. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm all for it, man. Hey, and more, more we play, let's play. That's fine. Hey, Brian. Do you, do you want to get Dungeons and Dragons together with me? Instead of us playing, we just drink. You want to just do that? I'm a dragon. Drink. All right. So I'm in a dungeon. Drink. I'm in a dungeon. Oh, you play drinking game, Brian? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've, so dur- during that uh, that question, I've uh, refilled my glass. I let the dogs out. Who? I made Who? Erica a margarita, and uh, I went to the bathroom. How is Doctor Dana doing? She's doing good. She's doing good. Good because I'm not done with this question. Oh, so Blake, dog. what kind of uh, what, what what is Michael Leal running in your game? Ah, uh, he is playing uh, an <laughs> Elven <laughs> Ranger. <laughs> Playing the Elven Ranger that he's always been wanting to play. Excellent. So I, I'm trying to help everybody out. So are are they past third level yet? 
Uh, they just made it to second level. <laughs> so, so they're almost to where we are. Uh, let's, let's say uh, Michael's uh, character is very adept at finding 10-foot pit, uh, pit traps. <laughs> you mean springing them or finding them? Um, <laughs> I mean, there's only like two pit traps on this entire map, and his characters found them both. <laughs> so and, it's so yeah. pit traps are to to Dead. him what tables are to Jim's character. Correct, <laughs> correct. You first level characters; these are these are not laughing matters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's finish it up with Doctor Number One. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, this, uh, anyways, from uh, Professor Number One and Doctor Number One. Of the actors who played Finn, Ray, and Poe, which one will have the most successful career? So you're going to compare them to uh, Mark Hamill, uh, Carrie Fisher, and uh, Harrison Ford, right? So yes. who will be the Harrison Ford of this group is what they're saying? Yeah, who will be the Harrison Ford of this group? Uh, Oscar Isaac. Brian. Oh, he's done. Brian. Up so far, I'd like to see. I, I would like to see Daisy Ridley and John Boyega and other things. But yeah, if they, if they do, if John Boyega does become the next Bond, that would be awesome. <laughs> I like Daisy Ridley a lot. I can see that. I like Daisy Ridley. I like. Um, I mean, I like them all. But yeah. I mean, for the simple fact of the matter is, you know, Oscar Isaac is already doing a, a wide variety of roles as it is. So. I mean, Daisy Ridley, I think the only thing I've seen that she was in outside of the Star Wars was the uh, Murder on the Orient Express. And I can't think of if I've seen John Boyega in anything outside of Star Wars. Uh, Pacific Rim Uprising? You haven't seen it. He was in The Circle? I don't he even know had, what that is. He had a Netflix movie that came out like right, right when he first started acting that was actually really good. But I can't remember the name of it. Uh, he was in Attack the Block, uh, Detroit. Oh, Detroit was actually really good. I heard that was. I never got a chance to see it, though. Um, yeah, that's all I have right now for him. So I, I would say Oscar Isaac's probably going to be your, your bigger one. I don't know if they, any of them really break out, though, as the next big, big thing. Like, I don't see that uh, happening. I don't know. That's just me. Uh, uh, give them a couple years to grow out of these characters and see what happens because it, it it took Harrison Ford three years for Indiana Jones didn't when the first Indiana Jones like during the 1980 or something uh, I think it was 81 81 it, yeah, yeah it, was, it was it was a year after Empire Strikes Back yeah yeah so it, it may take a little while um, and they originally didn't want to cast him they, they were supposed <laughs> to get uh uh What's his name? Thomas Magnum. Uh, Tom Selleck. <laughs> Tom Selleck? Yeah. 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 Gonna no, do it, not, I was just going to say, what, for Han Solo? No. No, for Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones, you're, you're right. So, but, see. hey, that did, that did save Quigley Down Under for him. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Wait, you guys are saying Harrison Ford's most successful? I don't know. Mark Hamill was Cockknocker. <laughs> We'll put it this way. The Kevin, the yeah. Kevin Smith talk. <laughs> we'll put it this way. Uh, Harrison Ford didn't have to be in a Kevin Smith movie where the other two were. 
Uh, John Boyega has nothing coming out except... Oh, he has one film, Naked Singularity. I don't know. Um, oh, <laughs> I thought he said Naked Single Larry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Naked Single Larry. That Jason, pronounce that again. What was the name of that movie? Uh, Daisy Ridley has Chaos Walking. No, no, what's the name of that movie? I, I want to see Brian Drake. <laughs> naked Singularity. Singularity? Singularity. I think I got that right. Right? I think you're... At- I think your emphasis is not on the wrong syllable. Uh, Oscar Isaac has Dune and Big Gold Brick. That's oh, it. is he playing uh, the what's his name in Dune? The main um, Duke Leto Artreides. Yeah, he's playing Artreides. Artreides. Oh yeah, yeah. Artreides. Artreides. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Um, we're running late. It doesn't matter. Je- Jeff, give me uh, some news of the geek intro. <laughs> it's time for another installment of the news of the geek. Uh, basically, the Sith and Star Wars are no longer having two, just two. Because originally they said in the Phantom Menace, there's only two of the Sith, you know, one by one, whatever. Uh, the rule of the two, or whatever yeah, they call it. They Stupid officially rule got- to get they officially got rid of that. That was exciting. Yeah, I like I, I like I, I read reading the story. They said, but pretty much they're retconning it, saying it was just a mistranslation of the old uh, Jedi texts or something. They they misunderstood what they were trying to say in the Jedi texts. Uh, they were ruled by two, not a rule of two. Uh, we were talking about this last night with uh, Brad and some of the guys, and he's like, uh, yeah, the issue with this is that the Clone Wars, the cartoon, has had like six or eight Sith at a time. <laughs> so he's like, they yeah. never adhere to that rule. <laughs> They had to change it. Uh, let's see. Per deadline, uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix was a flop. Uh, but they What? Did, I know. Uh, with a $200 million budget, uh, the uh, movie eventually ended up losing over $133 million. It the biggest box office bomb of 2019. Uh, uh, the fans did not hate it, the ones that saw it but they just were not interested in seeing another version of the Dark Phoenix saga. Uh, all- uh, the big, the okay. biggest problem with that was it, was it wasn't released until after Disney bought it, so you knew Fox was done, going to be making these movies, so they're still putting it out, but you know it's the end of the line. And, God, honestly, after uh, the apocalypse. previous apocalypse, I mean, apocalypse was probably one of the worst uh, superhero related movies I've ever seen. I still watch that when it's on just because of how bad it is. I I, I still it's <laughs> like, oh god, this is horrible. Um Dark I mean Dark Dark Phoenix was okay, but it, it wasn't good enough to get people to go out to see. There's something I, this was per deadline. I didn't realize this. Uh it was supposed to be a two-part series uh film. It was supposed to be uh broken into two films. I believe it. it I mean, was... it could have been there was a lot to it, and it did feel like they rushed through at certain points. And was it better than uh, X Men: Last Stand? I think a lot was better than X Men: The Last Stand, except Phoenix? for maybe Age of Apocalypse. I think Dark Phoenix was better than The Last Stand. Okay, okay, but Bobby becomes Iceman, like truly becomes Iceman in The Last Stand. At the end, I mean it. Ha- 
Yeah, it had some moments, but that's it. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, also, this is for Blake. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah, can can you can you hear me right now? Because uh, yes. I had to drop out and switch because my uh, headphones battery died. Yep, you're good. Uh, I had to switch uh, mediums here. Yep, you're good. Yes, we hear you. Uh, did, Excellent. Did you see the Vikings? What did I miss? Are, the what Vikings are coming what? to Assassin's Question? Creed. Yeah, I saw that. It's pretty neat. I, I haven't played Assassin's Creed since like what Assassin's Creed Two, but. Aren't they backtracking in time? Are they going backwards? Yes. Because weren't they at the <laughs> they Revolutionary are. War? They uh, just skip around to different eras, whatever era seems cue at the time. I played uh, okay. I played the Egyptian ones. Uh the Egyptian one. That was okay, but it was too much magic. Like the it started doing too much fancy with it. Um but I'm interested in this one. Uh playing a Viking and you're attacking the knights of uh, in Camelot. Uh I thought that was kind of an interesting idea. Um, we're knights of the round name. table. We dance. We're able. It's just a model. Just a model. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, this one looks good, though. It's coming out this year, as usual, probably October. Um, but I, I think I might, uh, I might get this one. Um, it is interesting, though, that they're releasing. This could be one of the final big games for PlayStation Four because the PlayStation Five comes out this year. So at Christmas time. Uh, I, too I soon. I expect a PlayStation 5, Jason. What's that, Jim? I expect you to get me a PlayStation 5. You know, I... I think all of us do, right? Uh, <laughs> a Christmas bonus. A Christmas bonus. Yay! Huh. We can use some of the small business loan that we get. Uh, okay, Jim. If you can to get switched on my own this year, <laughs> Jim. If you can talk my wife into letting me buy one for each of you, I will. You talk to her. Uh, I I don't give a fuck about these other guys. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Jim. If you can talk my wife All into right. buying you one with me, <laughs> yes, I I will do it. Um, <laughs> I think I can convince your wife. If we get a couple more stimulus uh, payments from uh, government, I will. Let's go. Have hey. another child. God no. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say there's have... a couple? There's a couple of bills that I was reading about earlier that are being introduced. So there, uh, there was one that they were trying to talk about: uh, four thousand a month for married couples and twenty eight hundred for single for the three two thousand and four thousand. I think two thousand four thousand for three um, for three months. Three months. Yeah. I don't think it's ever going to get close to passing, but you know something will, in theory. So I honestly, if people, like, I think that money instead of going to people who are still working, they should put it in to fix the stuff with unemployment. That how people can't get it, can't get it, and there's problems with that. Because honestly, people who are still working don't really need that. Mm-hmm. And. All they're doing now is pumping, is printing money and putting it into circulation. And when this all comes back to the head, inflation's going to be ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then they say it was like three trillion. Holy. Yeah, three trillion. So instead of, hey, let's just throw more money at people. Yeah, we're we're going to be like 30 trillion in debt. We're going to be like a third world country. Uh, But I need a new tiger. So I need this money. <laughs> I need more tigers. <laughs> He's lonely. 
Uh, Jeff, did you get my box office news? Oh, yeah. Let me... It's time for that now. Let me get you. It's time for the box office news and world report with our reporter in the field, Jeff Now. I'm Kevin Spacey. Never uh, do that. Thank again. you, Kevin. Uh, the box office for uh, May 3rd, 2020. Uh, number one, we have The Wretched at $12,605. That is down 53% from what I don't know because I didn't know it was out last week. Total of 65,000. Number two, the true history of the Cali Gang, which was last week's number one, (laughs) is at $2,726. That is down 52%. Uh, it made a total of $28,612 so far. So, uh, drive throughs are opening up in Ohio this week, uh, this coming weekend. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, with social distance and apply. So, if you have a transformer, they have to be certain parts away from everybody. Um, but yeah, uh, so in theory, the box office will have more numbers next week, maybe. Maybe? Uh, you know, maybe. Jeff, the problem is with this, the Wretched was in 12 theaters, while the Kelly Gang was only in two theaters, so it was a little skewed. Oh, okay. So, um, okay, well, let's do our top five. Jeff, give me a top five intro. Dum, da, dum, ba, dum, ba, top five. Thank you. Uh, top five this week is top five most annoying storylines in television, past or present. Um, we we're trying to do specific ones, but if you want to do general, it's okay. Um, but, like, from a TV show that you're like, oh, that storyline killed it. Um, so, Brian, what do you got for number five? Uh, my number five was Friday Night Lights uh, and Handicap Jason Street. Jim, you're a big fan. I don't know who Jason is. Street is, but... That is, it is so bad. <laughs> uh, let's, yeah. let's go to Mexico for this uh, treatment. This uh, <laughs> stem cell treatment. Yeah. Uh, well, now yeah. you mentioned that. Yeah. Is that was that kind of like in Glee when they put uh, what's her name in a wheelchair for a half a season? Yeah. <laughs> well, so like he he gets hurt in one like the very first episode. He's like the star. It's similar to Varsity Blues. Star quarterback gets hurt in the first episode, and he's. I mean, he's in the whole entire arc of the, of the series, but he's just in a wheelchair and he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on like he he just sucks. So I know that you guys really love that series. Yes, um, I need to see. I, I've heard nothing but good things about it. It's it's one of my all time favorite. It's not like a teen drama thing, is it, right? A little bit. Okay. I'm yeah, okay with that with Riverdale. But it's not like Riverdale. <laughs> Thank yeah, God. It's not like soap opera or like, I mean, it's like, I mean, it's about high school kids, so you're going to have mm-hmm. high school type stuff, but it's, there's way more to it than that. Okay. All right. Well, speaking of Riverdale, that segs right into my number five on my list. Uh, number five, I have Riverdale, uh, the storyline where they decided to update Archie Andrews and his gang <laughs> into the current uh, 21st century. 
So, that was terrible. Like, so the, best, the entire run of it then? Okay. Pretty much, yes. <laughs> the best thing about this, about us doing this podcast, is that our jokes from six years ago are still coming back in different forms. Because six years ago, when this was rumored to be started, I'm like, who the fuck cares about Archie now? Why are we doing an update on this? I was interested. I wanted to see it. And, and then, then I watched the first, yeah, I watched the first half a season and thought, why did I waste eight hours or however many episodes I watched of my life of that? And then I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Uh, I am a season and a half behind, though. I got to get caught up uh, or not. <laughs> I think the, tra- the train sailed. Um, so I don't blame you, though, Jeff. Uh, Jim, what's your number five? Uh, oh, it's a tough one. I'll go the Curse of Oak Island and them only finding <laughs> buttons. <laughs> <laughs> not finding anything substantial <clears throat> for how many years and and there's no payoff to it. They found Wood. Levi, they found a pair of Levi jeans, Jim. Levi's. <laughs> that was yeah. left from the crew the previous week. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of buried wood. <laughs> That's what said. said there. Uh Blake, what's your number 5? Well, I, I guess I misunderstood the theme i was thought it wasn't storylines i was just going with uh tv show themes that's I guess. Fine. so you can do it that way but, that, but that's fun I, I did i did come up with this on my own and then after i came up with mine i looked at some of people's online on the facebook and i'm like oh some people think like me but uh number five was uh nerd guy old guy or fat guy in hot wife oh kevin james uh whole reason for living we're looking at you, Jim Belushi. You know, yeah, anything. Jim Belushi, <laughs> Kevin James, um, you know, what's his, his jackass with what, you know, what, you know, the nerd shows, third, you know, third rock from the sun. No, whatever. What the fuck is it? I forget. Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory bullshit. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I, I said, even in movies, too, the whole thing. And it was pretty obvious, you know, I love Curb Your Enthusiasm, but, you know, Larry David. You know, even though he's still an older guy, it's still like even if he's like seventy, she's fifty or forty. And, you know, really sixty is forty. It's forty. It's twenty. You know, all that kind of deal. So, I'm like, all right, whatever. Uh, let's see. My number five is um, Seinfeld season four when they're doing the plot of the pilot episode. You know, they're trying to get the pilot on the air. Uh, the stalker. Uh, that really annoys me. It's the guy that is obsessed with him. He dresses as a clown. He dated Elaine for yeah, a while. Yeah. Uh, Joe Devar- Devaro, Devalo. I forget what it Joe is. Joe Devalo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> and the more I, I've watched a lot of Seinfeld and like, it's gotten better for me. It's tolerable, but that whole season was a little awkward. Uh, there was a lot of good parts, but him that having that whole story arc was not good. Um, and I really, for one of my favorite shows of all time, I couldn't, I can't get past it. Um, I, well, it's, it's interesting. You would bring up season four and the, the stalker because season four is really when the show took off. It, everything around it. Like they started getting their characters down. Uh, you can see yeah. it in the other seasons, like two and three, like they start getting, you know, realizing what's working Four, I, I agree with you that it starts coming together, but 
that whole stalker uh, approach was really fucking annoying. Um, and then, yeah, it's like where they're like, wasn't that the one where they were, uh, trying to scalp tickets at the opera? Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's funny moments. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it is a good, like there, it's just, yeah, it's, it doesn't seem seem like it should be in it. (laughs) (laughs) It's me and and Brian. Sorry, Brian, go ahead. You and Brian just starting at the exact same time. Yeah. What's your number four, Jason? Um, my <clears throat> number four is um, The Walking Dead, uh, season two when they're on the farm. Fuck that season. That whole fucking season was awful. Uh, yeah, that was that was a horrible drag on season that lasted forever. Uh, they were they had to stay in one spot because they didn't have enough money in the budget basically to go anywhere. <laughs> so it's like us now. Final episode. <laughs> Um, but it just dragged on and nothing was accomplished. Like even the character development was awful that season. Um, and, and so there was really nothing there. And the worst part is they were looking for Carol, uh, Carol's uh, daughter the whole time. And she's in the fucking barn the whole season. Thanks Herschel. Just say it. Yeah. And you kind of like knew it too. Yeah. Yeah. You're just waiting. So uh, that was my number four. Uh, who's Blake? What's your number four? Uh, my number four. This is pretty. I, I've ran and raved about this for how many years on the show? Any cop, lawyer, or doctor bullshit show, especially when you got to have fifty of the same fucking cop shows. Except, oh, we're gonna put it in New Orleans, or we're gonna put it in L.A. Oh, same TV title. We're gonna put it in Miami. Whatever. CSI or NCIS? Yeah, CSI, NCIS, uh, Fireman Local 52, whatever. <laughs> CSI Toledo. Or what yeah. about where, where instead of you know, they take the city and they say in the city, they just branch off to do fire, police. Uh, yeah, hospital. exactly. <laughs> it's like you want to talk about zero originality. I, I like the Chicago series, all right? <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> no, I, 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 the Chicago series might be okay, yeah. but the Chicago series might be okay. But what about the one set in uh, Seattle, uh, Grey's Anatomy, uh, and then nineteen? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then there's like uh, what's the uh, private practice? There yeah, was another, well, that was the spinoff. Yeah. Yeah, that was the Spectral Special Victims Unit. Is Chicago Fire and PD, is that connected to Chicago Hope? No. No. Oh, okay. Just checking. Chicago Med. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, One Chicago. They're like in the same that. universes. <laughs> but I don't know how. They just did that. What? The new. Oh. Uh, Rob Lowe was in the new. Uh, 911. 911 Texas or whatever. Yep. Uh, Lone Star. Okay. <laughs> How long? Until, yeah, that's right. 911 Lone Star. How long until Rob Lowe gets bored and leaves that show? <laughs> What's over on really? They're wow. much, so. Has Rob Lowe ever made it through the entire run of a show? No. No, I don't think he has. Because I'm thinking of shows uh, he's been on, Brothers and Sisters. No. West Wing. Westwood, oh, he left that one early. Parks and Rec. Yeah. Parks and I Rec came late, left early. West Wing today. <laughs> Again. Wayne, Wayne's World? <laughs> oh, Wayne. <laughs> what, what, Austin, what, about his, uh, what about his game show? Oh, that's <laughs> a ninja? 
Mental Samurai. Samurai. Mental Samurai. That's <laughs> terrible. I I saw about five minutes of it, and I'm like, oh god. Probably the only show that he had that he that he was in the whole one was the one the one last one on Fox that got canceled. Fred Savage. It was one season. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Didn't they get to a second I, season? No. Mm-mm. No. Oh. Okay. It wasn't a bad show. I didn't see. I saw like the first two episodes and. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't great, but it was still enjoyable. I I mean, it was something on. I mean, that wasn't, you know, horrible. (laughs) Uh, Jim, what's your number four? My number four. um, hmm. How about let's go to the office and Andy Bernard being the uh, manager. Uh, Those are tough to watch. That was an honorable mention for me. Yeah, I think the worst part about it was they made him the manager, and then Ed Helms left to do movie stuff, so he wasn't even there as a manager. He was the manager, but then they wrote him out. Yeah, I think that yeah. Was the worst part. Yeah, when he it. when he went sailing around the world. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or went down to Florida, and the Nelly just moved into his office. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was funny that she that just was took funny. us off. <laughs> uh, Jeff, what's your number four? Uh, my number four is Game of Thrones, the entire Dorn storyline. <laughs> I mean, I would have rather they didn't put it in there and just Dorn than try to do what they did. That's that's where they first strayed away from the books, totally, yep. isn't it? Yeah. It is. That's yeah. where I felt the the show falling apart. Ah, oh, God, it, it didn't make sense. You know they. Oh, my gosh. Jamie Lannister's story could have been so much better if they didn't do that stupid shit. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, Brian, what's your number four? Uh, s- staying in Game of Thrones, uh, the uh, Cersei-Jamie finale, the way that they killed them off. Ugh. It's yeah. so bad. Yeah, you mean the way they stood there instead of stepping two feet to the right and the right <laughs> have been killed by the flying falling yes, debris? Yes, exactly. <laughs> just like you, you – like I just felt like there was such a buildup. Like they've been so shitty throughout this entire season or series and it's coming and it's going to be awesome. And then they just dropped some bricks <laughs> on there. Yeah, you you wanted an epic kill scene yes. for Cersei. You know, you wanted her to die, die. so horribly because she's such a horrible person. Yes, you know, like, and, and Jamie as... kind of wishy washy, but you know, right. he did have a redemption story. But yeah, and which yeah, that they turned that around. So yeah, but yeah, but yeah, as you're much right. Much as it was fun watching Joffrey die, you wanted to see like ten times worse. Ten times that. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, what's your number three, Brian? I mean, even if she got her head bit off by, you know, one of the dragons. I mean, come on. Something, anything better than... Anything better than a rock. The building falling in on them. A falling rock. Poorly. I mean, it's like, oh, if we would have just stood 10 feet away from where we were standing, we wouldn't (laughs) even have been killed. Yeah. Um, My number three was the uh, early uh, relationship of J.D. and Elliot and Scrubs. Uh, just their kind of back and forth. Uh, it, was, it was just really kind of annoying. Like it, you know. Yeah. Where they they were hooking up, then they were best friends, and then they started hooking up again, and then they were just. 
I don't know. It, I'm 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 in the middle of rewatching that, and I'm like almost to season seven, and I that's like one thing that really stuck out to me. That kind of is like current with this with this top five. So I just yeah, it'd be nice. It'd be nice if they they just stuck with one direction and kept going that way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeff, what's your number three? Uh, my number three is Laverne and Shirley moving to Los Angeles. Ah, <laughs> oh, you know, it's kind of funny you bring that up because I think in this long quarantine, they actually played that first uh, first uh, show. Oh, yeah. Fired and laid off at shots and they and they go to and they go there. And I watched it. I hate watched it because <laughs> I, it was bad. Because it was bad, but I had to watch the beginning and with the new characters, the way they introduced them, and and I was just like, God, this really sucks. And then trying to bring some old characters there, and well, like, they brought you know, everybody. It's like, okay, Laverne and Shirley are moving along with Lenny and Squiggy and Carmine, yeah, you and know, Mr. Fazio and Edna. I was like, the entire was, group moved. Yeah, it was stupid. I was really upset. Yeah, I had to hate watch it. Um, but like you were saying uh, that they, re- they replayed in that. Did you see what CBS did on Sunday night? They had Sunday night at the movies, and they used the old school CBS logo, like back in the eighties and nineties. And uh, they mm-hmm. replayed Indiana Jones and uh, the Raiders of the Lost Ark. And uh, the ratings came in, and it was t- up ten percent than what their previous uh, shows were on that night on Sunday night. <laughs> so, oh wow! Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool, though. You might as well do something like that. I was flipping through, and I saw that uh, Sunday night. I was like, okay, I can get behind that. Did they really refer to it as Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark? I don't know what they... I don't know. Because that bugs the fuck out of me. Instead of just Raiders of the Lost Ark? Instead of the title of the movie? I I think they did do Raiders (laughs) of the Lost Ark, but I just did it. Sorry. Sorry, Jack, to bug you. I think you did. Uh, Blake, what's your number three? Uh, my number three, uh, really tired of nerdy, ugly duckling turn queen or king. Uh, and everything works out happily in the end. That's in TV and movies. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, it's just like, come on. I, and that, that, that whole thing is so played out. The she's all that factor. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's so many different. Yeah, exactly. She's Same thing. Oh, it's a bad I wouldn't make them popular or whatever. And then they get exposed. Oh, it was only a bet. You really didn't really like me. No, but I did really like you now. And then you fall apart and then they all get back together at the very end. It's like, you know, guys are so played. They've done it with the, they've done it with the ugly guy. They've done it with the ugly girl. And then they've redone it and they've done it again. But she's got glasses and overalls and paint on her. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Jim, what's your number three? My number three, I'll go with The Simpsons. I'll go Lisa, Lisa episodes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Lisa episodes. <clears throat> I think they, 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 get kind of, they get kind of preachy. <laughs> oh, they definitely do. I think uh, the first instance of that, Jim, was the Bleeding Gums Murphy one. Ugh. First season. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that was. It was like about season four, or whatever, and they kind of had a the uh, trivia. Yeah, the trivia. Two popular uh, characters yeah. that died during season one. If you said <laughs> Bleeding Gums Murphy and uh, Doctor Marvin Monroe. Monroe, you would be wrong because they were never popular characters. 
Uh, Jim, I think you can appreciate my number three. Uh, Eddie on a million little things. <laughs> uh, trying to go back to the lake house and wondering how his girlfriend died in the canoe. Fuck that. Oh, my God. Terrible. I forgot about that. My yeah, wife actually reminded me of that at dinner tonight because I was telling her what the top five was. She's like, oh, you got to put the Eddie story. I line. thought you were going to throw the Theo storylines in there. Fuck Theo. <laughs> Fuck that. Well, how, how would you get a good Toadie song out of that? Come on. Uh, they didn't even use a Toadie song. <laughs> they should have. Oh, my God. Eddie is a horrible character. Like, he's a horrible human being. And so it's like. No, I don't care. He's going back to his lake house, his parents' lake house or friend's lake house because his girlfriend died 20 years ago. Who the fuck cares? Let it go. And he's now just, like, remembering things. Yeah, fuck that. He's a f- I, I've only watched three episodes this season because I'm so annoyed. You have to keep <laughs> watching, Jim. You have to. Please, for my sake, do it. Jim, did you see the episode where they lost the dog? Oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone takes off work. Everybody needs to take off work and find this doll. Hey, he's in the garage. You, you <laughs> called that from like oh, I don't know. The dog walked in the garage, and then they turned around, and it was gone. Who's the Who's the one character uh, from the guy that played uh, was on Psych? What's his character's name? Gary. Yeah. He. No wonder he got fucking fired from his job. He was never at work. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah. Pretty much. He's too busy helping all his friends at any time of the day and night. I, I can't wait till when this quarantine's over and we get to live a million little things with Jason's family and we can just insert our lives into theirs. Could you, Jim? <laughs> Please do. <laughs> I've, I've missed you guys yeah. so much. Hey, Jim, can you take off work? My dog's missing. Oh, she's in the backyard. Never mind. Never mind. There Jason, she is. Jason, I oh, have to just be in the back. <laughs> I've been distraught these last couple of weeks seeing your family go on hikes and knowing I should be there. I know you should be. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I do. I do tell my kids, okay, guys, look for Jeff. He's in the woods somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) He's six feet away. He's just social distancing. Oh, that would be interesting, watching A Million Little Things, The Social Distancing. No. Where they can't get together. (laughs) They would all get COVID just to be together. (laughs) No, then everyone actually would kill themselves. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, Gary gets COVID, so they all have to get it. If you're in the hospital, we're all in the hospital. You're destroying the healthcare system. (laughs) (laughs) Go away. (laughs) Unless Theo got it, then they wouldn't give a shit. Um, <laughs> let's see. Fucking God. <laughs> Fucking thing. Uh, number two for me, uh, I'm going with uh, Friends. And I'm not a huge Friends fan, but I've been watching, I've been having it on background while I work at home. And Phoebe's mother storyline is a fucking annoying piece of shit. I like Phoebe uh, at certain Terry points. Gar. Yeah, and then her trying to find, her, then she finds her, her father. Phoebe. Her twin sister. Oh my god! Pretty much anything with her family is fucking annoying as hell. So, but her grandma was played by Mrs. Roper. I don't care. It was a horror. It's a horrible storyline. <laughs> and this is actually that mother's story. What uh, about her brother? Oh, yeah, what about uh, Frank Jr. Giovanni Ribisi? Yeah. Yeah. 
You know what? I don't mind his bro- her brother in it. I actually don't. I thought that was okay. Um, but th- so here's the funny thing that that uh, Phoebe's mother storyline is the reason uh, for my inspiration for the top five this week. That was the reason I came up with it. Is I'm watching. I'm like, fucking god, her whole family. So, uh, Jim, what's your number two? Uh, I'll go to a show that I recently just rewatched all of. I'm going to Cheers. And I'll go to the Sam and Diane relationship after they split up and why he keep would would keep dating or keep attempting to date her. It was just it was just so every episode was the same. And it got so annoying. I'm glad she left the show. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, my number two is also Cheers, Sam and Diane, but more specifically the finale when Diane came back. And almost lured Sam away uh, and whatnot. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, is that how it's going to end? They're going to have Sam leave? And I'm like, oh God, this is terrible. There's no fucking way this character would follow her again. He stayed, didn't he, at the end? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. He stayed. Yeah. Uh, Jim, I, I did the same thing. I started rewatching Cheers, and I think I was into season three, and I had to skip it until uh, Rebecca got there. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Um, she she is a horrible character. Um, so Blake, what's your the number? Best, the best thing that her character did it brought Fraser in. Yeah, yeah. Who brought Lilith in? Which I loved Lilith. Mm-hmm. Uh, there no Paul though. Paul was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Paul will. Paul or Joel. <laughs> uh, Blake, what's your number two? Uh, my number two, the uh, whole uh, either episode and or season or an entire series, it was just a dream. Ah, <laughs> I hate when that shit happens. So you didn't like St. Elsewhere? Yeah, so it never really <laughs> happened. Uh, Dallas. Dallas, uh, Bobby Ewing. Roseanne. Roseanne. Uh, what, what else was there? New Heart. Rec Room for a Dream. <laughs> Or I even for a dream, though that was a nightmare. <laughs> or even I hate when like they'll, they'll do just a sequence where they're showing you something, and then the person wakes up like, "Oh God, that was just a dream!" Like even just for like a five minute intro to a show. Or yeah, something. exactly. Like you're thinking, "Oh my God, what's going on?" Oh, it was just a dream. Well, really? Uh, so like, yeah, how longer it is. Yeah, or completely <laughs> disrupting the uh, concept and storyline. You're like, "Oh, well, okay." And then it's like, oh, it was just a dream. Eh, you know, that's basically what it's going to be. Bernard's going to wake up and the whole Westworld <laughs> thing is just a dream. Uh, I still think that that's what's going to happen with The Walking Dead. Oh, with Rick. It, Rick Rick's just going to wake up in the bed. Rick's, Rick's going to wake up or Carl. <laughs> yeah, one of the one of the two of them, yeah. How about Rick wakes or up? Rick's going to wake up in the hospital. <laughs> right, yeah, in their hospital bed. Yeah, yeah. Rick wakes well, up in the hospital, and it's actually zombies are there. So we have to do the whole cycle again. That's all it is. And they just kill him, and it's over. <laughs> <laughs> well, you saw how well that worked for Life on Mars, the whole, oh, it's a dream. Yeah. Because everyone loved that ending. <laughs> You're a big fan of that one. Uh, Brian, what's your number two? Uh, my number two was the uh, season five of The Wire, um, where they make up a fake serial killer. I don't know if you guys have watched The Wire, but mm, I haven't. 
Sounds uh, sounds like one of those cop lawyer doctor shows I have. Like. It's <laughs> yeah, it's about um, it's the premise of it is uh, they're Baltimore cops where they're trying to arrest like the major drug drug dealers in Baltimore. So they're they it's like right when the the like cops and feds were able to wiretap people. That's like kind of the basis of the whole show. But the end, like at the beginning of the the last season, they get shut down because they don't have enough like evidence or whatever to keep going. So this one character, uh, the main character, Jimmy McNulty, he creates a fake <clears throat> serial killer to get them to give them more resources and then he takes those to use it to keep the wire going. It's like, if anybody has seen it, you know, I mean, they'll get what I'm talking about. But it just like the first four seasons are awesome. Like some of the best TV I've ever seen. And then that started off in five, and I'm like, fuck, why? I'm afraid to ask. By fake serial killer, does that mean he was killing people or? No, no, no. So he was. Basically, he was manipulating dead, like, corpses, like, unidentified or Jane Doe, John Doe, like, in the morgue. And he would he would have the – he would do stuff to make it look like they were murdered. Connected. And, yeah. So, like – it was like he was creating work for for himself (laughs) so he could keep, you know, keep going. To try to get to the, you know, figure out uh, how he could keep keep the wiretap going so that they could bust, you know, the people. It's a really bad coroner in Baltimore. Then doesn't know if they're dead or not. Well, everything in, in Baltimore <laughs> is terrible. So. I, I can. Yeah, did you hear Trump? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, what's your number one, Brian? Uh, then my number one, uh, I hobied it. So. The uh, Deb falling in love with oh, Dexter. That's also and my number one. The last season of Dexter, just that, in general. I, I've seen that on a lot of lists. Uh, that's um, that. Yeah. I mean, that that's another one of those where, up until the last season, one of my all-time favorites, and then like right in the yeah. shitter for the uh, last but, season. Yeah, the, the the Deb suddenly realizing she's in love with Dexter. It's like, right. dude, it, it it he was raised as your brother. You're you're not in love with him, right? And it, yeah, it, and it went over terribly. Yeah. Okay. Well, Blake, it goes to you now since Jeff is two and one. We're already taken on off the board. <laughs> uh, you Blake, know, my one my one uh, thing that, I, that really annoys me is like uh, something happens like in the pilot. And they're in this like magical place, and you go, "Hey, they must be in purgatory." And they're like, "No, no, they're not. They're not in purgatory." And you waste uh, seven seasons, and at the very end, oh yeah, it was purgatory. Okay, one, it was six. Don't seasons. do it, Jeff. Don't take the bait, <laughs> Jeff. Don't take the bait. It's not like seven seasons, Jeff. Jeff, I, I'm going to mute you. Okay. <laughs> It's like in football. Don't be the second person to get called, okay? You're going to get the flag. He's the one that started it. Don't blame me. You're going to get the flag, Jeff. Don't do it. 
<laughs> you only had to watch the pilot of Lost in the last episode. I warned you, Blake. Everything I will throw between. a flag. Didn't everything in between was great television. <laughs> well, not everything. There were a couple of weak episodes, but... <laughs> Like in plot lines <laughs> that never went anywhere. God. They all but I, but Jeff, I, I watched Jeff. all six fucking seasons. There you go. Jeff, stop it. Tell Blake to stop it. Yeah, but then, Blake, it's your own fault. You went on to watch uh, that show that he did, Damon Lindelof did on HBO. The, uh, what was that? Meatloaf? What was that? <laughs> Leftover. Leftovers. <laughs> The leftovers. Yeah, I had to hate watch that too. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Jim, what's your I had to one? watch all three of those seasons. <laughs> yes, Thank God it was half you. as long. <laughs> Same thing. Just watch the pilot in the very last episode. <laughs> I think I've, I've discovered Lindelof's secret. Is that what you did for Watchmen too? Uh, no, I actually really enjoyed the Watchmen, to tell you the truth. So the second season, Jeff, and then he's going bitch about that. <laughs> but yet, but yet you've watched. There 18. isn't going to be one. Yeah, there is going to be one. But yet theory. you watch eighteen seasons of Oak Island and don't get pissed off. What the fuck? Exactly. <laughs> because right now, I'm I taking the bait. Exact, I know exactly what I'm going to get when I watch that. I'm going to get nothing but disappointment and failure <laughs> and buried wood. Jeff, tell me to step back. Jeff, tell me to step back. <laughs> I need to step back. I took the bait. I took the bait. And Jim, what's your number one? Give me that. Uh, my number one, again, this is kind of, it's kind of hobied. It's kind of a bunch of shows. It's when they bring in the little kid to maybe <laughs> cute and try and redo it after the kids have grown. Seven. And what's that? Like seven. Like seven. Um, Cousin Oliver. Uh, and the worst one all oh, is Gracie Bell Taylor. That girl, oh. they try to make her cute, and she's the ugliest baby to be on television. What was that um, from? That's Friday Night Lights, Jason. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> the ugliest child ever. Breathtaking. Oh, truly breathtaking. Uh, truly breathtaking. <laughs> it, I mean, it it's bad. Uh, like. But, oh, sorry. We would watch. We, we would watch. Uh, we were watching it when it was live, when it was first coming out, and every time they showed her, we would just scream. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. My number one was uh, Sons of Anarchy season three when they go to Ireland. Sons of Anarchy might be one of my favorite shows of all time, <laughs> and that season three. A motorcycle king that picks up and moves all their bikes and everything to they Ireland? They did. They did. No, they didn't move their bikes to Ireland. Oh, I'm sorry. They, 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 got, they got new bikes there when in they, Ireland. They arrived. So they're, they, they're they original. Have, they have a Belfast chapter. Yes. That's where and they are in bed with the IRA. Yeah. Oh, yes. okay. Yes. That's the whole backstory to the main character. It was not a good season, though. It w- it wasn't bad. Oh, see, I that season almost turned me off from watching again because I hated it so much. Um, and then, like I said, I love the rest of the, se- the series, but that that second season or third season might be the one of the worst. And it might be, you know what, Brian? The problem is, it might be because the second season was so damn good. Um, yeah, I mean, Henry Rollins. I can see that. 
I, it, that might have been it. Um, and, and, may, and maybe I have to go back and watch it the third season again. But I mean, that's but like, I will say because so I rewatched that probably like six months ago. Mm-hmm. And I will say the one thing about it that uh, was that I took away from it was there was a lot of backstory, like history about like his dad and mm-hmm. Clay and his mom and that they really tied together. That kind of made like it kind of made more sense to me because like the things that they were doing or what was happening. Cause third season is when he learns that he, uh, he may have been, his dad may have been murdered, right? Yes. That's okay. when he starts. That's when he, um, he starts, <clears throat> he gets his dad's book or mm-hmm. the, you know, no, that, and then he, yeah. Yeah. And he almost made so out he, with his second cousin or sister, yes. sister, sister, his, his sister. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, let's see. That was my number so one. They're, they're just taking plots from star Wars now. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, or real, game of Thrones. Well, real quick, we'll just go through these uh, honorable mentions. Uh, I had, uh, Andy's transformation office, like Jim said earlier, and I had uh, parks and rec when they did a two year gap. I didn't really like that. I didn't like that. The time jump at the end. Yeah. And three years. Was it three years? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, the reason they did that was because they didn't want to have to do baby stories. Yeah. She like was pregnant with triplets when it, when the previous season ended. Yeah. They didn't want to have to do baby stories. So. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy, Bill. That's breathtaking. Brian showing us the picture. Oh, my. Um, any honorable mentions real quick? <laughs> uh, I had, um, the, how I met your mother, all of it, mm-hmm. all of it, <laughs> uh, the, all, just all, all of, it. of it. Um, I had season five of orange is the new black. It's the prison riot. And it, it like the entire season takes place over three days. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of sucked. So we are then, one hour away from finishing our uh, the final season. Uh, we have one or one and a half. We got the last episode. Orange is the New Black, I thought about. There were some seasons really, really bad and some really, really good. And so it's up and yeah, down. I mean, yeah, th- that was just the one thing. Like, nothing really about that show was, like, annoying Mm-mm. to me. Like, it was good. But just, like, that whole season take, they, like... I feel like they just wasted a whole season Yeah, when they could have just had like the first three episodes could have been that and they could have done so much more yeah. with it. Um, and I had one other, which uh, I don't know if you've watched the West Wing, but it was uh, Toby when they had him leaking the classified information. <gasps> yeah. It was just, that's annoying to me because like just his character the way that they write, they've written him. That's the complete opposite of something he would do. Like he would never do that. So Jeff, any honorable mentions? Uh, I, I had glee when like several of the characters graduate and then they go follow them to New York. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, you're a show about a high school glee club. Just stay in fucking high school and have new students come in every year. Yeah. But, but, but they had uh, to show Leah Michelle. I did. She was though. the star. Yeah. <laughs> she was the face she, that made the place. 
She she was already on the show for like five years. They already stretched one two seasons into one school year. Uh, it's like time for them to move on. <laughs> yeah, a couple of things that I had seen online I had mentioned Glee, and the biggest one that I saw was the uh, school shooting. Was one yeah. that was on like a few like a few lists. I don't remember seeing shooting? it. I I didn't really watch most of Glee. I watched some of it, but I don't remember that, but I saw that pop up on some lists. I don't remember school shoot. That uh, must have been the later season when I stopped watching. That was later. Well, that, that, that just goes to the, you know, the old setups where you're, you're watching comedies and stuff and they have like, you know, uh, different strokes, special, very you know, special episode, very special yeah. episode. Don't, where, let you know, don't let the big guy molest you. Yeah, the, or the drugs or molestations. The fa- you know, stuff that the just family really brings you down. Very special episode. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Uncle Blake. Ned's drunk. <laughs> Blake, did that you ever- damn Tom Hanks. Uh, any other honorable mentions real quick? Yeah, uh, I have. Oh, yeah, I have. Uh, let's see. Uh, weeds. Uh, everything after like the first season and a half. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um I have L.A. Law. I'll have uh, the Benny character, Larry Drake. Oh, the fact that he became a main character. Yes. And then I have any Shonda Rhimes show. (laughs) Oh, I enjoy How to Get Away with Murder. Oh, now she won't come on the show. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. I uh, I've tried to get into how I how to you get away with murder, but I I couldn't do it. I got through the first season. That was it. I couldn't do it either. <laughs> I think I watched like the first seven episodes, eight maybe, no more than that. But I I'm will just... say, since I normally don't binge watch shows, that's like the one show we just recorded an entire half season and then binge watch it over a weekend. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I think I would have not watched it if I had to watch it week to week and had it drawn out. I got gotcha. you. Uh, our listeners had some good ones here. Uh, Doctor number one, I saw a show on YouTube where one of the hosts thinks his impressions are good. Unfortunately, they all sound the same. <laughs> the storyline ruins an otherwise enjoyable show. Hundred <laughs> percent agree. That's the cinema guys. Uh, let's see here, Kevin. Since he explored in no particular order, the last half of the last episode of How I Met Your Mother, Andy's transition uh, on The Office. Ross and Rachel's entire relationship on Friends. That's a good one, but I hate both those characters, so it didn't matter uh, for me. I didn't mind, like, the early parts, but once they broke up, they shouldn't have had them on again, off again, again, and again. The character Mandy on the first season of The West Wing, and the entire entire last season of House of Cards. Nisi from Nisi at 72. Uh... Uh, in no particular order, friends, Rachel dating Joey, uh, The Walking Dead, That's weird. Uh, Walking Dead specifically, zombies. That story goes nowhere. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 5, the alternate reality thing. Uh, I could see that. I enjoyed it, but I could see how it would annoy people. Riverdale, Archie's defunct music, music career. How, Riverdale, the whole existence. How dare you? Uh, How He Met Your Mother, the final season. Mom's dead? Uh, Let's see. See, I liked the final season. I just didn't like the final episode. 
Uh, the, the entire thing is that they knew this is how they were going to end it. Yeah. And that <laughs> makes it so bad. <laughs> they actually chose to do it. Uh, Brian, And they chose to stick with it. <laughs> yeah. Brian, MVP, our, uh, had splitting of Team Arrow on the show, Arrow. Uh, the Inhumans, the whole first season. Jeff's favorite show. <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> A-Team, season five, working for the government. Uh, Agents, uh, Agents of Shield, time travel to the future season, and Battlestar Galactica, nineteen eighty, should have left it dead. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. We also have. Hold on, we got a couple more, and then we can wrap this sucker up here. How about uh, how about any TV show where they try and revamp an old TV show, but with the new and updated characters? Dragnet. I mean, Ethan Embry, the new and Ed Star Galactica. <laughs> Did you say Ethan Embry as Ed O'Neill? No, 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 with Ed O'Neill. <laughs> uh, the Dit Man's wife said, "Does House Hunters count?" <laughs> yes, yes, it does. Uh, John Burke has COVID nineteen. Man, they just can't move on from this story. I hope it doesn't end like Dallas and it's all a dream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the news. <laughs> <laughs> Your sister, Jeff and Jim's sister, friends, Rachel and Joey's uh, romantic relationship. Number four, Dallas, the dream season. Three, Dexter, Deborah and Dexter's romantic relationship. Two, Roseanne, uh, the Connors winning the lottery. And number one, the end of How I Met Your Mother, Ted ending up with Robin. Uh, let's see here. Dev, <sighs> the side guy did worse tropes in TV because I can. Uh Wait a minute. This sounds a whole lot like Blake's. Uh, hot wife and dopey and or fat husband. That's right. I'm calling you out, Kevin James. Uh, special topic episodes. Musical episodes. Blue collar worker that just can't catch a break. An old guy that doesn't fit into modern society and must learn to adapt with the help of a token minority. Uh, honorable <laughs> mention. Nerds. Race uh, being the key to the premise of the show. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Joseph Campbell. He had any DC show on the CW network. <laughs> oh, it's uh, shots fired. <sighs> I, you're lucky I didn't bring black lightning into this. <laughs> I don't know what that is anymore. Uh, my Batwoman reviews up on nerdly.co.uk. So check that out. <laughs> it's a show that doesn't suck. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, Jim, isn't uh, the guy that's in black lightning? Isn't he Vince's dad in Friday Night Lights? Oh, I was going to say anything that Cress Williams has ever done. Cress Williams. <laughs> That's, yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Uh, bad idea of the week. Uh, the New Mutants movie. Putting Cress Williams in a TV show? <laughs> I like Jim. I've got, I've got a bad idea of the week. Hold on. Cress Williams in a TV show? Uh, number 5012. Go ahead, Bla uh, yeah. Brian. Um. The New York Post needs to hire a new editor for their uh, headlines. I don't know if you guys saw it, but um, so John Cena uh, is still doing uh, Make-A-Wish mm -hmm. uh, appearances. So the New York Post tweets out, John Cena surprises Make-A-Wish Make kid with cancer. <laughs> so if oh, you God. Find, the, find the tweet. And read the reviews or read the replies. Like, like there's not enough going on in the world. You got to give a kid fucking cancer. Way to go, John Cena. It is amazing. Bad idea, 35. 
<laughs> giving the kid cancer. Giving a kid a cancer? <laughs> Make a wish giving the kid cancer. That's pretty bad. I do have a uh, a challenge that I want us to, uh, to, to take up for next week. Okay. Um, there's a, I don't know if you guys are familiar with TikTok. I know of its existence. Yeah, I'm with you. So the, the, the newest challenge floating around is, uh, you got to film yourself peeing your pants and Not post it to TikTok. <laughs> like that's like the thing now. I, it, it's like taking over TikTok. If peeing your pants was cool, I'd be Miles Davis. The grossest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Bad idea, number oh, 72. That's terrible. A bad uh, idea. Uh, doing anything for TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you film yourself doing that? Because that's so stupid. Because you're like 14 years so, old and you're bored. First world problems, man. Yeah, I'm telling yeah, you. I think you'll get your 15 minutes of fame. Okay. okay yeah, pretty much. Well, but I, I tell you, we're well, talking we about ran. TV shows, TV shows, and all that kind of stuff. I think I need to get into Penny Dreadful because Penny Dreadful, Los Angeles. Let me tell you, Natalie Dormer is looking hot in that she's man. Hot everything she does. Yes. But I'm talking about above her normal hotness. I mean, this is like I'm going to. Although getting... I've heard this season of Penny Dreadful was dreadful. Ah, ba bump bump. Start. Yeah, yeah I... like. Two episodes, I think, and yeah. yeah. Well, I guess I'll just put it on mute and just watch Natalie. I, I, I heard it pretty much has nothing to do at all, even feel or context. Like, yeah, it, I, I was wondering because that like was how weird. It even, how it could even share a title is what I like. I, like at least American Horror Story, they had you know they were supposed to be horror story uh, type things. This is like nothing to do with. Hey Blake, um, you don't have yeah. to. You don't have to record it and put it on mute. It's called you porn. It's okay. You can just go to that. <laughs> you don't have to do that. <laughs> that what, was on you on porn? Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks everybody for listening. We'll be back next week. And uh, Roger says goodbye. Oh wait, no wait. We gotta do titles real titles. quick. Oh jeez. Titles for real the quick. show. Um, <laughs> go ahead, Brian. Uh, I had. Uh, naked single Larry. Had that. Um, how big do you think my butthole is? Uh, the white guy in a sombrero. Yeah, had that. Uh, if I whipped it out, people would have to see it. And actually, that was all I wrote down. I thought I had one more, but those are the only four I had. Jeff, anything else? Uh, it says the white guy in a sombrero, naked single Larry, lots of buried wood, meatloaf, nothing but disappointment and failure, and now she won't come on the show. Jim? I didn't have any. I was. Okay. I didn't really do anything for this episode. <laughs> uh, it showed up. I did this for Blake. I, uh, I did this one. Uh, I love hearing you say jiggle jiggle. Uh, mistresses of Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, I'm in a dungeon. Uh, it's a sliding scale. Uh, there are no rules on Fight Island. Uh, na- uh, let's see here. Just a model. And my favorite, don't take the bait. <laughs> Jeff. Uh, I do like Naked Single Larry. I vote for Naked Single Larry. Naked Single Larry's good. 
change approved. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. Listen and tell Hobie.